Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey everybody, Jimmy Porter here, Never Not Funny, right around the corner. But first, I guess you've already heard this, maybe you haven't. We have Never Not Funny merch for sale over on podswag.com, P-O-D-S-W-A-G.com, podswag.com. Everything from mugs to pins to t-shirts. You're going to love them. Be sure to check it out if you haven't already. Podswag is your one-stop shop for clothing, accessories, and novelty items from all of your favorite podcasts. Get it all now at podswag.com slash nevernotfunny. Repeating, podswag.com slash nevernotfunny. And now here comes the show that I've just told you about that you can buy the Podswag information about. Podswag.com slash nevernotfunny. The show's called Never Not Funny. Here that comes. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? I'm hopping and popping. Oh, so you want to flip the nibble? You don't think I twerk? Well, I didn't know that. Eric, shut the f*** up. <laughs> Did we just make it better for women? <laughs> That's what we do here. We spitball. You just gave her an armful of lettuce? I'm in. Love it. Let's go. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, DDS. Welcome into the program, Never Not Funny, episode 2210-2210. is what I said in various forms, 2210, but that's not necessarily the case. It's 22nd season, 10th episode of said season. Uh, we welcome back into the fold of pop culture research himself. Garen Cockerell is back. He's uh, from his sabbatical. Now, we're going to have a gang episode on... Um, Thursday. Yeah. So I thought we get, we did, we dig deep with Garrett on Thursday. We get to uh-huh. know what's going on in his life. That's not to say we won't learn a little bit about it today. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to uh, get a lot of details from him and certainly talk about uh, what I would imagine are he and I differing on our movie reviews. I, uh, uh, I think he and I have seen the same movies over the past uh, three weeks. Yeah. And I don't uh, know if he and I agree on them. And I'm interested to find that out Uh and we can find that out on the Players Club 22. Oh, you're going to hold it that? I thought maybe it's uh, one of that. Would no, be I think it's a. Uh, you you know always what? go around the horn. That seems like. If it comes up organically on this episode, I will allow it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, let's tease a little something for the Players Good Club. Good call. Let's keep it organic. Garen, did you like any movies over the last two weeks? <laughs> nope. Stay out of it. Stay out of it, Matt. Stay out of it. Garen, I do have a movie related question. Uh, are, are you going to see Infinity War on Thursday night? Uh, yes, I am. Do you have your tickets? Uh, yes, I do. Do I, am I crazy for thinking I can use my movie pass to get a ticket for Thursday night? I would have to do it Thursday morning, right? You'd have to do it Thursday morning if it's not already. Are you going to ArcLight or are you going to Burbank? I'm going to ArcLight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But so if you, guys you got your Cinemia card, you could uh, go Garen's trying advance. to push alternate <laughs> movie passes on us. We already paid for movie pass. Why would we get a different thing? What if you what? went to one of the ones that has the, uh, the movie pass code thing, the e-ticket, as opposed to the... Oh, I wonder if you can buy a, a, more than a day in advance with those. Well, I don't know about a day in advance. You can certainly buy that the morning of. Yeah, that's uh, Landmark's doing that now, which is nice for you because you've got one down by you. We do have one near us, Matt. We don't have one near us. So. You don't have anything near you? 
No, I, I think maybe I don't know where the nearest one that does that is, but uh, none of the ones I go to. But if this is, let me ask you a question: If it's an important movie to you, this this Avengers, it's it's not. It's I'm excited for it, but I I don't think excited. I, I don't think important is the right word. Like I I think I can. It's I, not. It, it's not worth spending the extra money to you. No, because I'll see it eventually. I'll I'll figure out a way to see it. Like, right, well, no when there's deal. a will, there's a way, isn't there, Matt? I don't think I've ever seen an Avengers movie in the theater it's weird but i wasn't i didn't care about them when they first started coming out and i on the other hand had seen everyone in the theater (laughs) yeah i wish our lives in that regard would flip yeah the only the only one i technically saw in the theater was i saw age of ultron on a disney cruise which they have a movie theater on the ship right so that's kind of a movie theater but i didn't pay to see it i just you know wandered in and watched it so that's different yeah uh, uh not the same (laughs) <laughs> hence the word different yeah. <laughs> this is definitions with jimmy <laughs> uh, now i have a pseudo celebrity sighting for us all and okay yeah i can play it pseudo famous people is cool can you guess who i saw pseudo celebrity and pseudo is even i think pseudo is even a strong word pseudo pseudo this uh, is this is, yeah, this is, is Phil, it Phil Collins? It's Phil Collins. <laughs> I have a guess. Do you really? Yeah. It's, right. me, it's me. Where'd you see me? Gary, you are not a celebrity. <laughs> you said pseudo. You're not even You're a celebrity. Then you said pseudo is a strong word. Do you know word. who you are? A dude. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dude. I had a guy sighting would be the only way you'd qualify. I had a guy wearing a lady sweater uh, sighting. <laughs> and then that would be you. What about what about the cutoff jeans and the uh, the Jaws vans? Boy, the, uh, the jo- well, the Jaws van, we've seen those before. That, did you see that tweet? That's I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should have taken a picture, but I you should. Yeah, that, that, that it should have been a photo. Should have been a tweet. poll. There should have been. Uh, you should have yeah, taken a Twitter poll. Yeah, should have got the poll up. And Garen was asking, "Or if you're ass." What did you say? I'm, I'm either cute or a disaster. Is no uh, in between. Either really cute or a total. What did you think when you looked? At, which one are you were leaning at? Leaning at. I don't know. I, I have a low self-esteem, so <laughs> I liked what I was wearing. I was wearing that bright. But shirt did somebody out. make fun of you? Is that why? No, you no, no, no. Me. Yeah, you just thought, okay, I'm going to get some heat I'm for this. I'm constantly creating for Twitter. I see. Yeah. Right, well, you're a writer. You've uh, just uh, done the uh, two-week residency. <laughs> right? Words out, right? Successful. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of it. You were hitting a lot of heavy spots. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about it. Can we talk about this, the text he sent us, which made me laugh? Which one was it? <laughs> he said, uh, uh, after, I think it was a Saturday or Sunday, you were like, uh, I made a really strong impression with the uh, oh, yeah. run this. And then it was a picture of somebody wrote your name down on a piece of paper. They wrote Gordon. <laughs> and you call them Gordy and I call them Gordo. Yeah. Which, uh, well, did you get my did you get my reference? I, I thought yeah. maybe Garen would be the only one who would get yeah, it. Stand by me. Yeah, Boy, I thought that was Gordo too. No, mine was just Gordo. Mine was just calling you Gordo, as if uh, Gordo is another name for that. They do call I, him. Gordo I love that nickname. I would be a Gordo. Well, if, you're Gordo from now hey, on. I'm a fan of whenever somebody says the wrong. Like if uh, like Tony Boswell, they called it in print one time. They said also on the show Tony, and it was just a misprint. B O B E L L Tony Bobel, and so I always call, now I call him Bobel whenever I see him. And even Pat Francis, when we first moved here, when in that article about when he was in the uh, the funniest person in the Valley contest, mm-hmm. you know Pat Francis, Pat Francis, Pat Francis, and then at the end it said, uh, but when it all said and done, so and so won, so and so, and Pat Fisher came in third. <laughs> and I just love the idea. Even in the article, you're right, but yeah. then he was. 
this. He's Fisher. Even Chip Schindler to this day calls him Fisher. <laughs> and so to me, I, I love when somebody gets it wrong. And then you yeah. go. So to me, he'll always be Gordo now. He's Gordo. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm at the LPGA tournament on okay. Saturday afternoon. All right. Uh, if anybody's following along with the Players Club, I was supposed to meet my friend uh, who I've not seen in 30 something years on Saturday. Oh, yeah. uh, in what Bakersfield, happened? his job uh, got in the way. He, oh, nice. uh, 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 I'm not exactly 100% sure. I know what happened, but I don't know if I'm privy to talk about it. Did he tell you with enough time so that you didn't drive to Bakersfield? Plenty of time. Okay. Plenty of time. I was in uh, San Bernardino. No, I, <laughs> the day before, even. He said, yeah. hey, everything got fucked up here. And, yeah. uh, Situation normal, all fucked up. Uh, huh? uh, scuba. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> um, <laughs> He, uh, I then I was able to make alternate plans, which meant uh, that I did not have to go to the LPGA on uh, Friday. I got to go on Saturday. And as I've told you in the past, LPGA events uh, are the least attended of all the golf events. The PGA is number one. Then you got the senior PGA and then the LPGA is in third by a landslide. Like what about college? You ever go to a college tournament? <laughs> you know what? I walked past one once and uh, even I was like, I'm good. <laughs> how, do they, how does that even work? Do a bunch of schools get together? Oh, yeah. They, in fact, they did one at the very place that I just uh, that I went to, the Wilshire Country Club. Yeah, okay. Uh, the neat thing about the Wilshire Country Club, which is at the corner of Wilshire and Rossmore here in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, is once you're on the golf course, you may as well be in Palmdale. It's, mm-hmm. it's very bizarre that you're in the middle of yeah. the second busiest city in the country. And it's right smack in the middle of right in the middle it's but once crazy. you're out away from you know uh, uh rossmore and wilshire yeah. you're you're in a park it's that's one of the arguments for like why that that re, that the value of that land is must be insane so what's the arguments of well I just whoever owns it just being like fuck it we're just going to build condos they, they would make billions of dollars oh but i think they make billions from their uh memberships and such I mean, they. I mean, certainly they not. Make a, not but a, don't you? But you don't want that to happen. You don't want them to tear that up and make condos. I, I don't really. Care. I would like them to turn into a public park. If, if I had my druthers, there's plenty of public parks around. But that that'd be a nice place to go to a park. Go to the one right down the street by the Grove. That one's just as big and just as eh, not as shady. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's I've never right been on there. the golf course. I have no idea what it's like in there. Uh, I just have a, I, It's because, not that shady. I'll tell you, you that because I can't get in. I, I, Damn right, you're not welcome. That I just you're not welcome. I have a fantasy of of how beautiful it is on the other side. It's a golf course with that fence. It's yeah, a golf course. Golf courses are beautiful. Um, and it's a and it's a very nice, challenging golf course, but. Uh, uh, the point is, nobody's there, mm-hmm. uh, with the exception, as I texted my friend Steve Ayat, the only people that are there are um, families with young girls. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the LPGA, too, it's a, it's also because it's the minor, minor. It's unfair to these women. They're, they're as good as the men. I mean, that's the bottom line. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. They are as good as the men, but they're women, so it's not taken seriously, which mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. Um, but the women, so the women are, the girls, I mean, because some are 18 years old, and, you know, so I say girls, women. They uh, are very, very pleasant to all the spectators. They mm-hmm. are grateful that you're out there. They're very pleasant and friendly. Mm-hmm. And any little girl that comes up for an autograph, even mid-round by mistake, if the little girl doesn't know, they'd say, you know, oh, of course. And they sign. They're not supposed to, mm-hmm. but they do. Anyway, there's a lot of little girls there with their families, which I love seeing. I love seeing the little girls out there. They get to see these these women and maybe look up to to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got a lot of a lot of Koreans. Mm-hmm. Because the Korean, uh, the female uh, Korea, female golf is uh, more popular than men golf. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Um, cool. And they're terrific. Um, and that's that course isn't too far from Koreatown. I'm just making it even more convenient. More convenient for those people <laughs> to get in their Hyundai yeah. or uh, Daewoo and come on down. Yeah, Daewoo is not a popular car Kia. ever. Get a Kia. Uh, Kia, certainly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, father, son. son. <laughs> father, son. 
So, uh, long-time listeners of Nardo Funny will understand that. I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> so, um, then uh, last and foremost uh, is uh, rich white guys. Yeah. And fuck them. And uh, it seems like that's the category you fall closest to. <laughs> but as I said to Steve, I don't belong here at all then. Uh-huh. I am not a rich white asshole. Uh, I'm not Korean, and I'm certainly not a little lady. If anything, I fall closest to little lady. If, you, <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to pick one of those three categories. Yeah, that's true. There's also a thing about rich white assholes that, that once they get on a golf course, they feel the need to puff on a cigar yeah. and oh. fuck you. Yeah, that's the worst. Man, you can't look like a bigger rich asshole than chomp on a cigar watching women golf. You fucking right. asshole. Yeah. It is it, that's, the worst. That is the the peak of privilege. It really is, and it just it, it just even without it, this would still it would still seem this way. Although again, you might fall in this category too. But the cigar somehow just punctuates the idea of like, that's right, I'm here to watch my girls. That's like, right. It's just like this oh, gross fucking thing. It's the and it's and they they stink. Yeah. I mean, there's all there's a weird thing. Even my friend Steve Hollander is guilty of it. Paul Gilmart very guilty of it. Once we get on the golf course, they feel the need to light up a cigar. They don't do it anywhere else, mm-hmm. but it's out there. It's like, uh, it, it, to me, it just reeks of this is what rich white assholes do, even though my friends are not. Mm-hmm. But on the anyway, this was happening. All right. So the celebrity. So I turn to. But let me just quickly say this celebrity, the pseudo celebrity is not a golfer. This guy they? is this person. This person is not a celebrity. OK, but I. But if it's a non, if it's a pseudo celebrity in the world of golf, nope. no, we're never going to. No, get no. It. It's okay. In the world of never not funny. Oh, okay. you are going to you are going to piss your pants. <laughs> uh, is it uh, what's his name? The redhead kid. Uh, Brad Gage. Brad Gage. It yeah. is not Brad Gage. All right. That's a good guess, though. Right. Is it someone we know? It is somebody we've met here. Have they been on the show? They have not been on the show. Have they been, have in, they the been room? in the room? They have not been in this room. Even even not before or after a show? No. Okay. Uh, no. And again, this person is in no way, shape, or form a celebrity. But I, I'll have you know, it took everything in my power not to, A, take a photograph, B, text you all immediately. Is, mm-hmm. it, the, is it the postal worker who uses our record? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that's a very good no, guess. No. That's a very good guess. Uh, well, I couldn't pick that guy out of a lineup of one. Yeah. Well, he's uh, on Google Maps, apparently. So, What? That's true. Someone said that if you look at the street view of our office, you can see him. Oh, is that true? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just so weird. Weird, guy. Uh, weird for two reasons. Weird that you can see him. Also weird that a fan was looking at the street view of our yeah, office. Mind your business. Uh, Listen, that's all you have to do. All right. So is this person in show business? No, oh, I have no idea what he does. Oh, my God. It is a guy. I just I've just thought, you know, it is a man. So you don't. Wait, so oh, it, fuck. I just had, oh, man. I just, I, got, I just got sad for a second because I was like, oh, my God, is it the don't try the waffles? And I remembered he was. Oh, dead. no. It's I, and I was going to say, it, and it, it, we know what that guy does. It's not the it's not the guy from the suit uh, store. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. The guy from the suit store. The guy that sold you and Graham those suits. Oh, no. Yeah. Because you know what he does, so. Yeah, but I, I, again, that guy could walk in right now and I go, can I help you? And he'd go, yeah, I, you guys have been talking about me for 12 years. I, I tried to say, so do you and Graham Suits? So we all have met this person. Nope. Oh, no. oh, I thought you said we did. Nope. No? We're just all aware of them for some reason. We're all aware of this person. Would, That's would, not to say somebody in this room has not met this person. But would all of us recognize their face? Or sure. It, wait. Well, here's the thing. What do you got? Is is it George Pinocchio? <laughs> no, I'd be shaking at my core. <laughs> Damn it, that would have been good. To no, know. no, that's a celebrity. I'm yeah, telling no. you, this okay. person, this guy's not even George a, Pinocchio. This guy's level? a human being. Oh. That's all he is. But then how the fuck yeah, do we all know him? But it's important to this show. 
He's a, but he's just a human being. And importance, a very strong word. <laughs> but I'm, again, it took me, it was all I could do. To, to, I didn't even take a photograph of him. You don't know what this person does. No, for nobody does. Nobody in this room does. But how the, how the hell do we know? A person who... Somebody in this room met this person. Oh, okay. Was it Garen? For sure. No. Is it me? Yes. I met this person. You met this person. Okay. All right. And they're important to the show, kind of. Important. In some way. important it, it, it's just a, a story. Like I it, told a story. It's been a lot of. It's been a lot of chatter about this gentleman. The on only the show. reason why you even are vaguely calling this person a celebrity is because of this show. Yeah, but it, again, this is not. He, this man is nowhere near celebrity. Right. So I had an encounter with this person. You had an encounter with this person. <laughs> oh God, was it a gypsy? <laughs> no, no, that, no, no, Matt, dude, Matt. That was my boss. That was his boss. You had to get physical with the gypsy. Still <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of all time. <laughs> say, say the whole thing for me, please. <laughs> well, I once had to get physical with the gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> so gorgeous. <laughs> you ever talk to that guy? No. Could you look him up on Facebook? Like, if you found no, him? he had the most generic name ever. Imagine at the worst. Yeah. People from your past, like there's people I went to school with that I would like to catch up with. Hey, I wonder what Dan Smith's up to. Yeah. Fuck, never gonna happen. The only way, like maybe I, if I could think of someone else that worked there. Yeah, who that's was, how he, was closer to him, who maybe has a more unique name, and then maybe they've been in touch with him. But. I found somebody from the warehouse records that way. Like I had mm -hmm. to go through another per who, by the way, I didn't want to talk to that person. Yeah. But yeah, then they ended up being friends with that person. But I don't even remember anyone else. I mean, there was only one person. Elise and I worked there and then. One, Wait a minute. That's what? is that new information to us? Did we know Elise worked at the movie theater? Uh, I, I, I wasn't aware of it. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. No, I, I guess. It, I oh, here we go. A little fiddle diddle back in the uh, <laughs> dark of the theater, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> you never? Uh, you never backroomed it? No. That's your lady friend. But we were already living together at nah, the that's time. Out then. So well, that's different. So that seemed pointless. Or um, exciting. You know, the, the, the... Come on, what year was it? Top Guns on the screen? I'm, you think I'm much older than I am. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was 1995. Pulp Fiction's on the screen? Yeah, well, year before it was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> name name one. I'll give you three chances to name a movie from '95. From '95? Yeah. I'll give you a dollar. Titanic. Nope, it's '97. Oh, it is. Yep. You got two left. How much you give me? A dollar. That seems low considering this is impossible. It's not that hard. It is for me. Well, because that's that's during that window, that period where '95. Uh, yeah, you were lost in a bottle. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, a, a time to kill. Nope, that's ninety six. Right, that's yeah, because I lived out here when that came out. Uh, Garen, you might have to look that one up because I'm not one hundred percent on that. Then one. you know what? I, then I'll go with the firm. Nope, I think, I think the that, firm was ninety four or ninety three even. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, the firm is ninety three. A time, time to, to kill, kill is ninety six. Oh, yeah. I saw that in the movie theater for my thirtieth birthday. Oh, the movie I was going to guess is also from 96. What were you going to guess? English Patient. What were you? You got any, Elliot? I'm trying to I'm trying to do what you do and like, where was I at that time? That's what I'm trying to do too. That's why I, I thought of Titanic. I was living in Irvine. I cannot pull a movie we though. Have ever lived in Irvine? No. Is that information we've had? What if? <laughs> what revelations like happening? going to move on. <laughs> what? That's why I was working for Broadcom and they had moved to Irvine. That's mm -hmm. right. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I just want to. I'm with Matt. I know about Broadcom. I know about your uh, your tech past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where ladies talk, right? <laughs> that's Broadcon. Yeah, Broadcon. 
No, that's where they all gather. <laughs> to, ch- to talk. Com is short for communications. Yeah. Com. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? I guessed one. Oh, did you thumbs? Did you fancy? So yeah. you guessed one and then you looked it up. Yeah. Then looked Why didn't you let me let me do my thing and tell you, you if can you were still do your no? Because you already know it does not fun anymore. Yeah. It's fun for you. No, it's not. Not if you. He knows you know. And also, it's not. Then the you other. You wouldn't have done that. No, I, I realized. Let me. Let, Shane Hedman right. wouldn't have done it. Let me guess what you th- guessed. What? Okay. Oh God. Uh, was it the Usual Suspects? No. Was it Babe? No. Babe was 95? Yeah, I think so. Um, seven. No. Are these all 95 movies? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to guess that? It was any a good of year. 95 was a good year. This was a sequel. Uh, okay. 95 sequel. Oh, Batman Forever? Nope. Uh, that's the one. Okay, so getting back to Elise working there. She was really good at uh, the concession stand like really fast and so they had and I was terrible (laughs) like I don't know why I couldn't go faster she would they would like they would keep track of everybody's like score they would basically you would have a score of like how many sales did you make in one night and I was terrible and she was really good at it so they had a sales contest whoever won got those this was back at the beginning when they started doing like different character posters for each Mm -hmm. character from so they had Batman Forever was coming out and they had like you know, Jim Carrey is the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. And um, I remember those posters very well. Uma Thurman was was uh, Poison Ivy. And uh, yeah, so you win the whole set if you win the thing. And she won it. Yay. So we have those posters. And I think I have told that story before. Yeah, so. that rings. So now point. you've been exposed as someone who didn't remember that Elise worked at the movie. I don't theater. remember a lot of things. Well, but I did remember this person's face. Oh God! Okay, so you rec- how do you recognize them on site if they're not famous and not uh, when, when, someone you've ever met? Once you know who this is, you will understand. But there has to be a reason that yeah. y- they would be recognizable, right? <laughs> so, like, but that so uh, is it? Are they in music? Are they in television? They are. Uh, this person is an actor. Okay, the, the person is not an actor. What the person? The reason why this person is recognizable is you think, I, I thought, I'm giving it away. Oh, wait oh, a minute. This is the guy the, from the. Is it the guy you thought was uh, John Krasinski? It's from, from John Krasinski. Oh, oh, I saw it from John Krasinski. Possible. What the hell? Yeah. How? He was at the golf. He was at the golf tournament. So, why didn't you? Ha- why didn't you say something? And I'm, to him? Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. My heart started pounding because once again, I went, "Holy shit!" It's John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> and then went, again? No, it's not. It's the folk. It's the phony Krasinski. Oh man. Yeah. You are an asshole for not saying something to him because what all, am I gonna say? All to you him? had to John. do is say. Uh, I'm sorry but uh, to bother you, but you must get this all the time, but you look so much like John Krasinski. <laughs> and then just see if he says, you know what, I've only had that one other time. I should, you know what, I should have. Uh, but, you know, listen, I am uh, courteous on the golf course. I keep it very quiet. We're learning more and more about this guy. Uh, likes tank tops and golf. <laughs> I just Late. told that story over the weekend. Did you really? Yeah. I, maybe my ears were burning. Yeah. This guy certainly was. By the way, you interacted, well, you didn't interact with him, but you saw him first. Yeah, I, that's why I came in here and I said, holy yeah. shit, there's a celebrity on the corner. Right. Garen, go ask him to come on the show. But like, and I got, Garen's words were, I know who you think it was. I got confused because you were like, I, you, you were like, I was the only one who like met him. That made me think none of you else had ever even seen him. Uh, no, I said we all saw him. I, I, I said we all. I was confused. the only one who didn't actually in real life see him. Right. Of, of the four of us. Mm-hmm. We were going to. Yeah. Wait, is that true? I did not. Oh yeah, he did not. I take did not the, go uh, outside. He did not take the, the journey down there. Wait, did Garen? Did you see him? 
Yeah, yeah, that's why I sent I went you over down there. To him right, right, and I was right, like, right, right, right. I tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. I was like, "You are not who I'm supposed to be talking to. Yeah. You have a nice." That's what I said. And then he walked in I here was, and said, <laughs> "I was thinking of the Mario Van Peebles sighting where Garen was I the almost, only one who didn't see him." Yeah, I was oh. confused those two as well. Yeah, it's John Krasinski and Mario Van Peebles are very similar. <laughs> well, they're both terrific actors. We wish them both the best of luck. Yeah. Directors too? Just because did Krasinski? Direct? Krasinski directed yeah. The Quiet Place. Yeah, they're both directors. Uh huh. Cool. And uh, Gary, I, now I know we're not going to talk about you and your movies, but you saw The Quiet Place twice, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Mm-hmm. So you loved it. I liked it a lot. Wait a minute. Why, why did you get downgraded? How do you well, see? I, I, how yeah, do you see I, something twice and not? Well, I went uh, with two different people. I see. Uh-huh. Sharing the love of the escort. Film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Spread the love, right? Uh huh. I was out there. I think, by the way, he might have been wearing a tank top uh, on the golf course on Saturday. And boy, do I not like that? That is not okay. Steve Hyatt and I once went to the Western Open in Chicago with a third party who I will not name. Uh, and when I pulled up to this person's house to pick them up, uh, this guy came out of his house in a tank top. And Steve and I we went, at the same time, we went, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you put a collared shirt on. Yep. You put a collared shirt on, you go to the. Now, that said, you don't have to put people that are uh, amateurs to go into watch a golf tournament. Uh, you don't have to wear golf shoes. I know you think <laughs> you're... People do that? A lot of people wear golf shoes because like, I'm going to be walking around the golf course. I'm going to do that. You know who doesn't? The caddy. Yeah. If the caddy doesn't wear a golf shoe, that's just, you as spectator don't need to wear a golf shoe. That's literally just to keep your footing when you're swinging the club. It's not like you you don't need it to get across the grass. No, you, <laughs> it's not like, oh man, I got to get up this hill. Right. Get my cleats out. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe back in the old days when they were actually metal cleats, maybe it made some sense because you're kind of helping to aerate the mm, fairway and sudden mm-hmm. fairway but now they're basically just gym shoes and they have like the tractors that aerate the they course. got everything they got tractors they got rakes <laughs> sure it just goes out there yeah it's a nice afternoon right there in the middle of los angeles got some nice sun watch the uh the golfers go around the golf course i had a very average philly steak sandwich for lunch <laughs> i'm and, surprised uh, they do like pro tournaments at that course they, very rarely yeah that's very rarely but i was surprised yeah uh, when they said, because very often they'll say Los Angeles, but it'll be, you know, nearby. Right. This was, uh, but I got very lucky. I found some street parking. Nice. A block away. Wow. Um, instead of having to go to the Hollywood Bowl, and not Hollywood Bowl, uh, Hollywood Highland, mm-hmm. and get shuttled in. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Uber. I got very lucky. Congratulations. Very, very lucky. <laughs> We're all very proud of you. Thank yeah. you, Elliot. That's all I was looking for. Very exciting. Very, very excited. so disappointed you didn't talk to fake Chris. What am I? I can't, what am I going to say to the guy? What I just said. Yeah. I also that, just see what he says. If he, you say, here's have you ever, has anyone ever told you you look like John Krasinski? And then he would respond, yes, once. You know what? Here's the thing. I, w- without a doubt, I would have done it if I was with somebody. Yeah. Because you want to. Do you feel like? Did you, did you feel like if you said it to him and you're alone, then it kind of seems like you're hitting on him? I think. Uh, let me just say this. Solo, and I've said it before, solo guy at LPGA event, already creepy. Yes. <laughs> already creepy. Well, not the least reason why is because you make many comments about the Asian asses on this show. So. I have not made mention of that uh, in a while, but... Uh, I can tell you the last time you did it. Yeah. It was when Aaron Foley was on the show shortly after the Me Too movement got going, and we were talking about how maybe yes. it's time to retire that. And, and has it not been retired since it then? It seems to have been seems retired. Been retired. Yeah. That's not to say I didn't enjoy watching Oh, that. come on. <laughs> come on, you set me up. <laughs> I apologize. That was not my intent. You set me up. I tell you what, you know, here's what's jarring, considering how uh, good the Asian woman is at golf. It is jarring when it's like, hey, who's this white woman? And I have to right. Google who that is. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, 
And then I got to see them objectified by the the unnecessary Maxim magazine, you know, right. hot girls of the LPGA. Mm-hmm. And it's them holding a golf club being sexy, but they're not comfortable doing it. Yeah. You could tell like I'm not. It, it's really uncomfortable. It's, it's like with tennis. For some reason, there's this whole thing with like women tennis players where it's like. Like, I don't know why they're always sexualized. I guess because it's a, it's a sport where you have to be in good shape because you're running around constantly. Right. So you're going to you're, you're gonna have muscle, toned muscles, I guess. And like 90% of the time you're wearing a skirt, but it's a short skirt. Well, right. Same with golf, too. Like, you're yeah. wearing a short skirt or shorts. Oh, I, I envisioned a, a pant. The pant is rare on the LPGA. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's a short or a skirt. That's That's odd. Uh, but, and so, I mean, the pant is making, I think the pants more popular now than it was like in the seventies and eighties where there was, uh, probably just skirt. Mm-hmm. Cause it's cause the gents wear pants. Like other, oh, it's a, they have to, you can't wear a kilt. No. Hmm. And you can't wear shorts. Can't wear shorts. You can, I believe maybe during practice rounds. Huh? And I think the younger guys are petitioning to, right. Hey, when it's 110 degrees outside in Arizona, you know, you know, why can't we wear shorts? Like who? Why, why are we all pretending? But the reality is a lightweight pant versus a short. You're not, it's not making you any more warm. If it's hot out, it's hot out. Well, there's what is hot, it's not, what is not, you're not. Sure. It's the way Jerry Reed taught us. Okay. It's a song by Jerry Reed. <laughs> I believe you. Boy, I know just one Jerry we, Reed song. We just, we just jumped out of one thing that I was hoping to retire, and now we're jumping into another one that I was hoping would be retired. What, 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 Jerry Reed talk. <laughs> yeah, it's a song about it and everything. How often does that come up that we need to way retire Jerry much, Reed way talk? Way too much for my liking. There's two reasons Jerry Reed comes up. Uh, the Spiders and snakes. No, that's Jim Stafford. Okay. See, I, so I, that's your I just put them all together. That's not fair I, to Jerry Reed. They're all of a piece to me. It's all no, old country ridiculous. singers. No, none of that is. Uh, I'm not going to allow that conversation at all. Well, speaking of country singers, we got to talk about Shania Twain. <laughs> Wait, what happened now? <laughs> This is one of those pointless dust-ups on the internet. That poor woman was bullied into apologizing. I mean, I don't even... Basically, Shania Twain, who apparently... I think lives in Switzerland now or something. I don't really know what's going on with her. But she did an interview and said that she would have voted for Trump. And and people went fucking crazy, which... Sure, why not? Like, but it's also just it's weird that she said it. Her apology was weird because she was just like, it was it kind of like didn't. But Matt, yeah. aren't we? Where are we at? Where people are not allowed? If if somebody has a different opinion than you, yeah, that you are you, you bully them into apologizing. Are you bullying them? I mean, or well, because it's to the vast majority of people, Trump represents intolerance. I understand. I, I don't disagree like with that. That's, where the, that's exactly where the line is. That's the line. Anything else, it's like well, whatever. But that is the that's the actual line is Trump and his people like you can't you can't just be like, well, I thought he was good because anything you say there, it's very clear. I guess my point is, though, why can't we just go? So what? So well, that's, that, so, that's so how what I felt. Shania Twain yeah, said that. That's how so I felt about what? about her saying it. But, Big shrug. Right. But there are people out there who probably like her music and are like disappointed that she would voice her opinion. Even if that's how she feels, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a bad business move on one hand for her to do it. Uh, just in the same way that it would have been a bad business move for her to be vocally, you know, uh, leftist. Although there are artists who did that. Um, but yeah, I just, I think like... Uh, you don't, 
she she didn't she should know better than that being a veteran of the music industry like you don't put like unless you want attention or you're courting like if she had done it and not apologized i would have thought okay she's courting that audience and mm. that's a that's a business decision it's a reprehensible one but you made that decision and many people have done that like i think ann coulter is one of those people who doesn't really she isn't really as crazy as and and as like uh, as out, far out as as far out as she pretends to be, but she does that because that's her that's yes. her brand, which makes her a horrible human being, right? And in the same way, if Shania Twain had been like, "I'm saying it, and I'm not taking it back," and then you come buy my records, I'd be like, "Well, then you're awful." But she clearly seemed to do it accidentally, which is kind of bizarre because it's like, how do you not understand? You really are in a bubble if you don't understand what you're actually saying when but then, you but say that. Then is, how is that. But that's not accidental. She, they, who would you have voted for? I would have voted for Trump. But she's, you know, she said like, oh, you know, like he, he may have been impolite, but I liked his honesty, which again, is just like, that's when you say that, what you mean is I like when, I like when people are racist and don't, don't pretend not to be. Mm. The yeah. weird thing is that she had just done drag race. Oh, really? As a judge like that huh. last week on Thursday. Oh, wow. So for that to be on the air and to be celebrating all that kind of culture and stuff, and then to come out, hmm. by the way, I would have supported Trump who's pretty much waging war against the lgbt community right. now no no he had that it's flag do you remember he's, no. he's, oh, that's he's like he, that flag. he's gonna be the best thing that ever happened to them or that's whatever true. he said he did say something like that he lost alec jones though what's that he lost alec jones alex jones alex jones yeah. what did i say alec yeah, yeah. you said alec twice <laughs> alex jones that's right. we he did that was he lost great. a lot of people by you know uh, syria getting involved in syria yeah but back quickly to shania twain i find it uh I don't like when the uh, here. This example is horrible, but go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Seraphin, the former drummer of Chicago, put out an anti-gun thing, and all of the NRA and non-NRA people from that side. Oh, you lost me as a listener, Danny. I'm done, Danny. Mm-hmm. I'm this. That annoys me as oh, oh, you intolerant asshole. Is annoying as mm-hmm. when Shania Twain said, "Yeah, I would have supported him." Oh, how fucking dare you! I think people are allowed to have opinions in this day and age. Yeah, that's true. But we're not allowing anybody to veer anywhere off the lane of this is exactly yeah. how I want it. People must think exactly like me. And if they don't, yeah. then we're going to boycott or, or be against them. I, I, is that our guess? I think, yeah. I think it's because... Gary Cockrell, please go out and welcome Danny. He's never been here before. Explain you're Mr. Pardo's assistant. Uh, there's a very good chance somebody yelling when he comes in. You haven't been here in a couple of weeks. You don't have to mention that last part. He probably doesn't. Not important. No, no tell him Tell him where you Yeah, are. let him know. Tell him, <laughs> tell him you're calling Alec Jones. <laughs> See how that goes. To me, like the counter to that is that, um, and I, I feel like I see both sides of it, but I fall more on the side of this is on, this is not normal. And to, to take that uh, approach is to sort of normalize Trump by being like, well, he's just a politician and we can disagree. We can agree or disagree. And, and I'm like, yeah, we can agree or disagree about ideology, but I, I don't accept, I don't accept people accepting Trump. You know what I mean? Listen, I don't disagree. Like, you know, you're preaching to the choir with me. Yeah. But I, I just feel like we've got, we, we've crossed that a dangerous line, yeah. and that people are not allowed to have any opinion or anything can happen without us calling for a boycott. Let's get the pitchforks. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that we're having this conversation before Danny Zucker, who has been in a Twitter war with Trump yeah. for the past decade, <laughs> yes. uh, is ridiculous. We should yeah, save we this conversation. Waited. We should have waited. Uh, because I know we're going to end up going down that path. What if he comes in with a cowboy hat and a Shania Twain t-shirt on? I would give him a dollar. Oh. The same dollar that I should have gotten for you because I named movies near 1995. <laughs> Still haven't guessed mine. Oh. This only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> 
was it an award winner? He said it was a sequel. It was a sequel, right. Oh. Well, uh, when was the first Chipmunk movie out? <laughs> After that. So this was not the squeakquel? Uh, it was not the squeakquel. Was it uh, the, <laughs> the worst, stupidest guest ever? Ever Was it the Flintstones no. sequel? What was that called? Uh, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> Are there any two movie. worst movies in the world than those two? I never saw either of them. Me either. It lo- just so looks so horrendous. They're horrible. We already had the animated series. Why do we need to have live action? Well, they tried to make a live action of everything back in those days. Maybe they're going to do it again, but it's... Was the first one bad? Oh, yes. The first Flintstones movie? Yeah, I don't remember it. With Rosie O'Donnell and John Goodman and Rick Moranis, and it's not... Hold on, let's make sure our guest didn't have something to do with writing. You never know. I'll tell him his face. a veteran writer. Danny, get in here. Don't just stand by the door. Get in and then sit. Walk in and sit. Okay, sorry, sorry. You didn't. Did you happen to write or co-write the first Flintstones movie? Um, I was one of the only people in Hollywood who did not have a <laughs> okay. on that movie. See, he did not. Okay, good. We so can we're speak safe clearly. to say that it was a There's trust. a microphone right there if you want to. Perkins. Oh, okay. Elizabeth Perkins and was there's a, a, there's a switch. No, it was Wilma. Yeah. yeah Elizabeth cool. Perkins was Wilma. Yeah. yeah. EP was Wilma. EP no no you can't we're not doing that come with that bullshit damn it wait did you name the other ones so Rick Moranis was Barney was Barney and then John Goodman was Fred but it was Rosie O'Donnell it was awful yeah just awful had Elizabeth Taylor in it yep no she's in the sequel oh she's in the sequel I think she's only in the sequel Halle Berry's in the sequel or is she in the first one yes no I think that's also the sequel they really had to overload it with celebrities to, to Wait, try and to that get was the sequel the same cast or is that the one where all of a sudden Jane Krasinski shows up there, I think there was a, a switch somewhere uh, I liked it, 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 it there, the first one left so many questions yeah so it was so good to have <laughs> so the good second to have one yeah, yeah, yeah. well how, what does EP think about this have you spoken a about it <laughs> no I was uh, I was uh, on the set of W um, weeds? weeds? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Danny, let us get a guest next time. Don't jump in. It's fun. We have fun on this show with guessing games. V-Rock uh, Vavis has an entirely different cast. It is. All right, so wait. wait so, no oh, it's got the guy from uh, Big Monty is Fred. Mark Abbey? Uh, full Monty. Wait. Uh, oh, that British Wait, guy? wasn't... Well, yeah. Mark Addy. Yeah, Mark... Uh, Mark Addy. Okay, so he's Fred. All right. Uh, Stephen Baldwin? Yeah. Yes. Is... Was Barney Rubble. Barney. Uh, Jane Krasinski was Betty. Mm-hmm. And then Wilma was... Hang on. Whew. Anybody guess it? I, I, I wouldn't I have, have gotten the other three. Zero information. Wilma would... Give me the initials. K-J. K- Kristen Johnson. Kristen, Kristen Johnson. Yeah, there wow. you go. Yeah. Good guess. Well, she was very much very popular in the mid nineties. She's great. She's doing well, yeah. She is great, isn't she? She is. Nobody's saying she's not. Why do you have <laughs> I'm to just defend saying her? She's great. Talk about KJ. KJ. <laughs> yeah. She's great. Can't wait for that KJ EP project. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're having lunch right now. We're wow. at the uh, O and T. Olive and time. <laughs> what? Uh, that's a local list. That's near your house. It is delicious. Got a terrific uh, bakery in there. Nice Sam. All right, Danny Zucker is here. He's taking time away from his uh, the Emmy Award-winning show, Modern Family, and also fighting with our president on the uh, <laughs> World Wide Web, uh, which is how I think we first all... Uh, you don't really know writers of situation comedies. You don't right. just go, hey, I like that guy. I'm going to suss him out. That's a good episode. But when you see a guy taking our president to task before he's even president... Mm-hmm. That's fun. And getting response. Like, yeah. Response. We'll talk about it when we come back from the break. And don't blow your cover on this yet. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I just called you Dan. Are you comfortable with that? I'm not. My mom calls me Dan, and it always has bothered me. <laughs> you don't like that she calls you Dan? No, because I've never, like, 
my whole life, no one else has ever called me Dan except my mom. Even at school, like I was Danny forever. And you reach a point in your twenties if you have a name that can have an e, like Jimmy, yeah, like where you have to make that decision: Am I going to be Danny for life, or am I going to be Dan? And are you going to be Jim? I'm, I introduce myself as Jim to people. I never do. You always say I'm Danny. You yeah. don't feel like a fucking I, idiot. I did. <laughs> well, I do feel like an idiot, but it has nothing to do with uh, uh, my uh, my name. By the way, Danny for life, great name for a sitcom. Oh, oh that's not bad, Dan. My God, Put we, that in the I bet we just sold that in the room. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows, is this guy? He's, a, he's got trophies to prove it. Uh, I feel. I feel there's something where I, I feel uh, like a child or it's like if I'm at a, at a school function if I go hi I'm Jimmy I feel like a uh, but if I go hey you know what I'm Jim I feel like a man no I have a childhood friend his name he had the greatest name is was Bobby Blender oh you know about Bobby B <laughs> yeah that is and, and he was my best friend and um and it's very hard when I talk to him which I do occasionally to call him Robert it just doesn't feel right. right. And everybody and his new wife calls him Robert. And it's like he's Robert everywhere. Except to you. Except to me, he's Bobby Blender. He's Bobby Blender. <laughs> Blender. By the way, you throw that name in a script, you know this. They'd go, nope. <laughs> I, that's exactly it. I've never, I could never put him in a script. It doesn't seem real. Uh, no, the blenders. Unless he's in Cocktail. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like Bobby Blender's Bobby on Blender. The, that's like the sequel to, to, like, Tom Cruise faces his biggest rival right. as yeah. Bobby Blender. Mark Addy is also. <laughs> yes. The great Mark Addy, he went on to have a uh, situation comedy with Jamie Gertz. Oh, that's I don't remember right. that. What was the name of that show? Uh, not less than normal or. No. My I, friend Carla wrote on it. I can't think of the name of it. I know. Ah, oh, crappers. What's the name of it? Um. I want to say rules of engagement, but that no, was, uh, no that's Tom Hertz's show. Still standing, still, still standing. standing. Boy, what a generic name! For My friend it. Carla wrote on it, Danny. <laughs> no, I'm not saying she didn't name it though. I think she may. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> uh, Jamie Gertz, of course, I used to compete against in uh, high school forensics. Oh yeah. Uh, right, I remember you telling me every that. week we would uh, lose to her and her partner. My my partner uh, Michelle and I would lose every week to Jamie Gertz, and then one year they said, "You know who's not coming back? Jamie Gertz." And we're like, "Yeah, we know because she's now on television, <laughs> so maybe we have a chance of winning." Spoiler: We still didn't. <laughs> the thing about <laughs> That's spoiler: the one week the one week we won is when Jamie was off auditioning for Square Pegs. Oh wow! That's true. It was like, oh, we won. Well, you know why? Jamie's off auditioning. <laughs> That's crazy. Ah! We didn't know Square Pegs at the time. We just knew she was off auditioning for something. So when that show came out, you must have been like, oh, oh my God. It was crazy. It was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's her. That's yeah. it. Was exci- we were excited. Yeah. SJP and I um, <laughs> competed <laughs> in a uh, debate. Who? Hang on. San Jose Pirates. She's also on Square Pegs. How do you not get this? Oh. SJP. Sex in the City. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Look at me. Look at my hands are locked in. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look, look at wait I see on, you I see you. happy 12th anniversary guys <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> were you gone were you was gone? a few weeks ago but <laughs> were you not here you take laughing gas before you <laughs> I don't what know. the fuck are you doing today I don't know I, I don't know <laughs> I love it though I'm having an internal struggle about I want to go back to a bad joke. It's what do you so, want? Why do you want to go back? I just wanted I, the thing I never understood about high school forensics is like, what if one week there's no dead body? <laughs> I had to come back for it. It was going to haunt me if I didn't do it. I knew it wasn't good, but I felt the I'm need. not laughing. I'm going to tell you why. Because there always was a dead body. 
We made sure of it. Oh, God. Yeah, you did. Oh, You're damn no. right. Well, the big question is, how do you tell if who wins in that case? Like the person who gets through the autopsy the first or? Danny, your thoughts? No, I don't even know what high school forensics is. <laughs> oh. I mean, this is not a thing that was offered in my high school. Uh, maybe a speech team. Uh, but it's like debate, but right? different, uh, no. Uh, oh. Debate was one of them, mm-hmm. but then there was also, you know, humorous duet acting, dramatic duet acting. Oh, oh. Um, really? Various different. Uh, and that's called forensics? It was, it was in where I went, in my school district and such, yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was not in New Jersey. Though. The forensics team. <laughs> so badass. <laughs> does it does that. sound more serious than awesome. it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you were, Jer- we'll talk about it. You grew yeah. up in Jersey. I did. Atlantic City. No, North Jersey. <laughs> oh, North. I see. Yeah. I, couldn't, I wouldn't know the difference. I don't know anything about uh, Jersey. Well, South Jersey is all Philadelphia, and okay. North Jersey is all New York. I see. That's what, and there's, there's like Trenton in the middle, Princeton, but everything else is a suburb of one of those two better places <laughs> <laughs> all right uh danny zucker is here we're thrilled that he's taking time away from uh the internet i guess uh he's uh on hiatus you're on hiatus right now i am i'm on hiatus and it's coming back for one more season that's what they say although it mm. could be more could be more who's it hinge on bowen or burrell <laughs> i think all the actors would be in they're in they would be in for more um this was going to be our last season and then disney bought fox in the middle really fucked up a pilot I was working on oh. and um, <laughs> and then uh, but now that it's a joint they, there may be a vested interest in that super evil corporation that is now Disney Fox okay. um, <laughs> uh, to keep Modern Family going hmm. but I mean maybe we do some shorter seasons because I can't think about these people anymore you can't right <laughs> I mean it's no, done I'm out I'm out how many Am times I, can Phil slip on a banana peel no, we, you believe me we're looking for new things for him to slip on because <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know my uh, most of the stories came from my kids doing stupid shit and all of our and none of our kids are interesting anymore <laughs> and, uh, like we've used all of our stories right every like you know gay experience i ever almost had has been on the show right and, you know so it's hard now i gotta make shit up yeah that's no good you don't it's have that creative fun, uh, i'm not that good no, I mean, <laughs> uh it's not true five trophies say otherwise yes uh we love it in our household we love the modern family oh, my wife thanks. and son and i uh, my son oliver uh loves it and uh i do as well yeah. I enjoy it. Thank you. Right, but it's got the Brady Bunch situation where they bring in a new kid on every three weeks. That's a that's a that's a war in the writers' room. I will tell you. Is that true? That. Oh, we call it. Uh, yes, we try to not cousin Oliver. It is what we're what we what we've called it. And there have been many fights. There was some thought in the room. Should I save this for the next segment? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about uh, the reasons why the character Joe exists on Modern Family. <laughs> when we come back right after this. <laughs> Hey, Matt Belknap. Yeah, what's up? You're a man with a beautiful head of hair, but let me tell you, let me warn you in advance, brother. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Let's focus on that part. Uh, as a reminder, I've got a gorgeous head of hair as well. Just a lot of beach before you get to it. Mm. Well, listen, as a guy that speaks from experience, it uh, it's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair you've lost. Yeah. Right? I can't start uh, can't get plugs and have that come in right here. No, that'd be weird. It'd look ridiculous. Yeah. Imagine. If I had forhims.com back in the day. Oh, boy. It is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Yep. For him. Medical-grade solutions, real doctors, well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions that help you keep your hair. Like it. I, I like what I'm hearing. I do want to do that. I want As a reminder, yeah. you have a beautiful head of hair. I do, but you know what? I just I want li- you to say thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. That. I do live in fear of losing it. So, uh, do you really? Well, not really fear, but you know. So, so you refuse to get a cut. I would hate to. Well, I am. 
I am making an appointment to fix this. I thought we talked about that last week. Yeah, but I wasn't feeling well over the weekend. That's right. So. You did mention that. So, yeah. <gasps> oh, gosh. Oh, it's a hiccup. I'm sorry to surprise you with my flabbergasted and shocked by it. <laughs> for hymns.com offer men for hymns.com offers men easier, more affordable access to the prescriptions, products and medical advice that you need. Mm-hmm. These are not Matt Belknap herbal supplements. No, these are prescription solutions backed by science. Science. Blink, 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 blink. No waiting rooms. This is the way things always should have been. But, you know, when I was growing well, up. there wasn't and, the Internet. Yeah, no Internet. But now that we have the Internet, this is the kind of business I like where it's like, what are the annoying things in our life that we wish would be could be simpler? This is one of them. Just like take out all the nonsense where you have to make an appointment well, and go like, to a doctor. It's like when you, uh, the old days where you had a date. You had to go to a bar. You had to go to a tavern. You had to hope a friend set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you have the Internet that helps you along with right. that. Same thing here. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you, by the way. Cutting down the nonsense. That's right. Just get what you need. No waiting rooms. Yep. No awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to forhims.com. Answer a couple of quick questions. Doctor will then review it and prescribe you. Everything you need will be sent directly to your door. Now, order now. Mm-hmm. Listeners of Never Not Funny get a trial month oh, nice. of everything you need to keep your hair for just five bucks. Okay. Right now, while supplies last, go to the website forhims.com for full details, Matt. Oh, I will. This could cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. But go to forhims.com slash pardo. Let me spell that for you. Okay. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash pardo. Forhims.com slash pardo. You understand you're going to get a five buck free. Nope. It's not free. I just You just said it was five dollars, Jim. <laughs> free of hassle. Look how I save that. That is five dollar free of hassle <laughs> a month. Everything you need to keep your hair. Do it now, forhims.com slash pardo. Take a look at Matt's head. Imagine living with that. You can. I don't know if that's true. I can't speak to that. No, we don't know what. I'm not a scientist. We're all, we're, we, all we can do is point you in the right direction for a simpler, less hassle way of doing this thing that you might want need to do or want to do. Keep your hair. Get a boner. I don't know what you want. <laughs> Keep your head on straight. Yeah. Right? For hymns.com slash pardo, for hymns.com slash pardo, F O R H I M S dot com slash pardo, for hymns. A better way to get those things. <laughs> really sold it. <laughs> Hello, indeed. Yes, welcome back to the program, episode 2210. Uh, Danny Zucker is here. Take a time away from the writer's room over there at Modern Family. Very popular program yes. on the American Broadcasting oh, Company. Yes. Used to be quite good, I'll say. <laughs> What's that, the show? <laughs> the show. People used to love it. Wow. Is that what you hear a lot? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing oh my god we used to love that show what and then they people are so sincere about it too it's like oh i used to watch that show every week and it's like <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah i hear that a lot um no. yeah well in fairness dan you sat down and said i used to listen to this show <laughs> i did it's true i did so say in that fairness no i wasn't very nice but i think but i knew i wasn't being nice and okay. i think they think they're being nice. I right. think you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I think disagree. that's what they think. Do they, some of them not know it's still on? Or are they No, confused? they all, I think, I, I, like, I've actually said, <laughs> one, I have trouble with civilians, you know, people not in comedy. I'm sure you guys must deal with that when you have parent meetings and things like that. And then you're dealing with the funniest guy at the banking firm. Yes. And it's very hard. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, so I'm at one of those things. And this woman I don't care for was, she was, oh, we used to watch the show all the time. And I was just sort of jokingly said, you know, we're still on. And she's like, oh, I know. Oh, fuck off. Oh, I know. Oh, wow. oh I know. I like, oh. I know. I don't, I don't criticize her 
tennis-filled days and, <laughs> and and amphetamine she's clearly on most of the time. What her, a dick thing to say. Yeah, and her kids are shitty. Um, like, I'm going to be honest. I think she has shitty kids. So there you go. It's fascinating when kids are shitty, isn't it? It's like, they're children. You shouldn't feel that way. But boy, how do you not? You, you don't. And I, I know very few. I don't know you. You're a parent. But you, I know very few shitty kids who I can't say, oh, yep. It's that dad, <laughs> that dad. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of shitty kids. Like, I, a lot of people I know who are great people and good parents, they don't tend to have shitty kids. Right. That's yeah. my feeling. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no mystery what's happening in the, those houses. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, why, Matt, you and I have to have a conversation at some point. Oh, God, what? <laughs> this, oh, is how, no. this is how you're going to find out. <laughs> I don't care for your children. Oh, and it God. comes from the top. Wow. Danny yeah. just said it. Well, uh, I guess. Don't, don't even joke back. <laughs> I, I, I don't like this joke, this line of jokes. <laughs> well, no. I don't know how children. <laughs> Because your, your two kids are terrific. Yes, yes, we're, is yours. We're very lucky. How, yeah. how old are your children? Mine is 10. Uh-huh. He'll be 11. Mine are nine. And the, just on Wednesday this week, uh, my son is turning six. Happy oh. birthday to Charlie. Yeah. Happy birthday. Right? Of course, Charlie was a uh, uh, part of the Viet Cong, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that, that's not true, but he is named after them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would love the golf tournament I went to with all the... Uh, oh, man. Come, come on. on. He wouldn't love it? No, well, <laughs> honestly, he would be bored. But I also am saying no to your line of humor. No, you're wrong. He went to a LPGA uh, tournament, and there's a lot of Korean a lot golfers. Of Korean. A lot of Asians. Oh, Asian. so he's making a thing. very yeah. off-color joke. Which... That was not off-color at all. No, he would love it. Felt right on color. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> From a writer's room, he's got more trophies no. than you do. Yeah. Well, then you got a Grammy. I do have a Grammy. All right. Oh, that's cool. Uh, All right. Let me go around the room, Danny. Let me say hello. We welcome, as as I mentioned, we welcome back Garen Cockrell. Been gone on sabbatical for the last uh, two weeks. He's been doing his residency to get his master's degree. Yep. Uh, And we'll talk more about it on Thursday. But uh, you you enjoyed your time away? Yeah. Did you enjoy being gone from this? No, of course not. You wish you were here. Yeah. We missed you, to be honest. I do. We have great people that filled in for you, but... You know, you bring the uh, the Garen Cockrell magic that uh, the show is, uh, who knew, hinges on. <laughs> a lot of awkward silences. We're like, what's yeah. real? It just feels wrong. Yeah, we also probably should give you a break, because it turns out nobody knows how to look stuff up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as we thought it was. It just takes slightly longer than you expect it to take, yeah, I guess, yeah. is the point. I think you're right. Yeah. I've got a lot of practice. Yeah. Six years now, almost. Is that how long you've been here? It'll be six years in September. Oh, good Lord. September what? The 11th? Because I got I already got something planned for that day. <laughs> it, it might be right around there. It is right around there, right? Oh, no. I started on the 11th season. We should look it up. I think it was end of September. I would love to know your first day because that would go down in history as the second biggest disaster in American history. <laughs> it was. <laughs> September. All right. Uh, now, Garrett, let's just uh, very briefly, and then Danny, please, uh, as you know, feel free to jump in on any of this conversation. My wife's birthday is uh, 9-11. Really? Wow. Yes. Can I do my old joke? I'll do my old joke. Do I'll bust it, it off. Uh, so what, do you have to give her two gifts or just give her the one? <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic part of My old joke is it's my 9-11 because she gets older. Oh, so that was, I know It's a, kind of an old timey. And she joke. gets hurt in that. No, it's terrible. I'm not a great husband. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids do you have? I have three. I have twin 20 year olds. Wow. One of them, one of the girls is named Charlie. Oh, nice. There you go. And I have a son who's 17 and insanely tall. Just like my neighbor. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. You're going a lot, is what you're telling us. The long nights at the writer's room. Yeah, absolutely, right? You're taking a look. How do we write for this Joe? What do we make this precocious child say this week? Oh. What do we... Uh, okay. Um, unfair. Now, listen. Uh, Garen, what else is happening over the last two weeks? Uh, anything of import? 
Uh, I mean, no, it's been mainly that. I've been, it's like 12 hour days. 12 hour days on this residency. Wow. Yeah, because of the traffic to get there. So I leave at eight. I don't usually get back till seven thirty eight at night. Now, the so. one th- question I have about a screenwriting residency is what happens if there's no dead body? If I may, they don't let that happen. They always, okay. they always yeah. uh, make sure. That's how they tell you to make their true stories is to make sure whatever you're writing about. Yeah. Actually yeah. I, I've long felt because you like to write horror that you are probably a, a serial killer in secret. Look, I can't say out loud. I mean, that would blow my whole cover. Yeah. You're like Dexter. Oh, can, I, can I tell this story kind of quickly? My, my wife works in an office that's uh, the building is right next to the five freeway. Oh, yeah. Tell this story. Danny, listen to this. I'm going to. I'm right here. Oh, all right. <laughs> I apologize for uh, implying you wouldn't be listening. So last week, um, there was a car parked on the street behind the building. It's kind of a quiet side street. And um, I guess I've been there, I don't know how long, a week or so. And... Um, they found there were three dead bodies in it. <laughs> Jesus. And so there were like a whole forensics team and uh, CSI, everybody like tents and everything set up on the street all day. And, uh, and the, I'll give you this one detail that was just so upsetting to me, but I have to share it to just to clear my head of it. When they opened the back, they'd been there long enough that like the windows were kind of fogged up from like whatever gases or whatever happens to the human body when it's decomposing. When they opened the back hatch, of this SUV, one of the bodies uh, exploded. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Like burst open. Uh, isn't that just awful? You got to crack the window. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, when, when I, when you kill somebody, <laughs> crack the window. It's, like, been, it's like you're putting a dog in there. You just got to yeah. right. very similar to that. I wish these guys had been more experienced with their killing. So yeah, I guess they still don't really know they what happened. They don't know who did it. No. I, what I found most disturbing about the uh, article was uh, expired plates. Oh, yeah. Expired <laughs> plates. I wish yeah. I would have got that out clearly. Yeah. Instead, I went, expired plate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was a forensics team there. Which scenes did they do? Hey! <laughs> Two weeks ago, he doesn't make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> he goes on a residency. Now he's back with the jazz. <laughs> it's working. Well, that see, the re- I only brought it up to see Garen's reaction oh, because you, I, think it, I think it's either a serial killer. It's either a drug deal gone bad or a serial killer. So I'm, I'm trying to see if Garen maybe is the killer. Hang on. Is that the word on the street that it, uh, I don't mean to negate your premise? But uh, No, I don't know anything about it. I just, when, when three adult men are found dead in an SUV that was we, clearly stashed there. Do we have a nationality? on these uh i don't know i don't know i know that they were there they were reported missing having been in bakersfield they were driving home to riverside from bakersfield i mean i was supposed to go to bakersfield oh maybe that was the work thing where were you yeah maybe that was the work thing (laughs) oh god hey i got tied up with something (laughs) but that that suggests to me that it isn't like a like they weren't drug dealers because drug dealers don't report their people missing to the police oh that's interesting huh yeah well i i kind of pictured them but their families would stealing something. Uh, Maybe it depends on how deep the the drug dealing yeah. goes. Follow up. How deep is your love? Mm. It's a song. Yeah, it's your love. Not relevant. Living in a hopeless world. Or whatever. I really they were think. shot in the head. Oh Jesus! Oh, okay. oh wow! All right, this oh. is gangland. This is yeah. fantastic. They've... What is it? Drug related? He's furrowing. It doesn't say, but the 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 car had Tennessee plates. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I, that must be new information because Elise didn't know that they had been shot. I asked her that yesterday, and she was like, "Yeah, we, there was no, 
This is from Saturday. This yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Well, I guess she wasn't keeping up on it. Well, you know what? She's busy with the children. You yeah, can't blame yeah, her. Yeah, it's yeah, a very a busy break. weekend. It's I'm, so hard to balance. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like... Parenthood. Sure. Uh, solving crime. <laughs> fake solving, crime solving. I'd like Real to crime, see, I'd fake like, person. I, I would have liked to have seen her out there working the case. <laughs> like, I think that's really... I think your wife would be very good at that. I think she would actually. You put a trench coat on your wife, she's Mrs. Columbo. <laughs> uh-huh. she's, nah, that wasn't Kate Mulgrew. Who played Mrs. Columbo? I thought it was Kate Mulgrew. Was it Kate Mulgrew? I thought it was. It was, right? I don't know. Come on, you come from television. I I know. know. I don't know. I don't remember Mrs. Clum. My mom went on a date in college with Peter Fox. And how'd it go? I think second base. Um, But I don't. uh, don't But because of his eye, he thought he was just touching her shoulder. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I think she thought he was odd. Um, that was what she told me. Mm-hmm. But that, but she would bring it up when Columbo was on. Now, were your parents still married at the time? Well, oh, when she bring she bring this up while they were married. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I know. There's no great payoff to. I got to work on that story. No, that's yeah. I, that's it. We're the okay. king of anecdotes on this show. Okay, this, cool. I told a story with no ending either. Oh, Just cool. some, some dead some dead bodies. No, in the car. there's payoff on that. <laughs> oh Not my like god, no fucking fault no, clunk. But I don't. I like you hanging on this one. <laughs> I wish we knew. I wish we. I don't think we'll ever know what happened to these guys. It's just. Such oh, a, I think we'll know. You think so? Yeah, with yeah. those Tennessee plates. <laughs> and I told you, I'm, I'm I heard they about were expired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, Garen, was it Kate Mulgrew? He was. Was Mrs. Columbo? Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. Was Columbo married? Yeah, he always talked about how his ah, my wife. She says this. She says that. Yeah. Then they end up doing a series where then because uh, I think Peter Falk was like, I'm done with this. Even mm-hmm. though then he came back and did eight thousand more. Mm-hmm. Uh, where then they made Mrs. Columbo, where it basically was kind of the same okay, thing. Okay. Yeah. I never. I don't know. That. Wow. I, did I didn't know this either. Yeah. This is out of my purview. Yeah. That's a so it must not have done very well. Like uh, was it just? I on think it did okay. Season? How many seasons did it do, Garen? It was just thirteen episodes. Thirteen in and out. That you yeah. know what? Mulgrew <laughs> said I can't do more. <laughs> more of a limited run. <laughs> um, boy, Two boy. seasons. Good Mannix last night, by the way. I watched a Good Mannix last yeah. night. Yeah, I watched McMillan, but not Wife. I, oh yeah. yeah, I could not watch the Wife because <laughs> you don't believe in women in law enforcement. I just you know in that time it just took me out of it. I, I, I don't just, blame you. It felt inconsistent. It felt like it had an agenda. Who are the actors in that? It's not. Uh, I, don't know. It's not Rock Hudson. Is it Rock Hudson? McMillan and White. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't and, sound. and Jill St. James. It's Jill it St. James. It was Jill St. James. But is oh, it Rock Hudson? No, it was... Uh, was it Robert Wagner? Yeah, it's Bobby Wags. No, and, it's Rock Hudson. It is Rock Hudson. Oh, my Rock God, you were right. I will ask you all, and I'm not kidding, to suck it. <laughs> I, I would like to not, because I didn't have an opinion about oh, okay, whether you're right no, or not. I, I, will, I won't suck it, but I will apologize, because I, I, didn't, I thought he was a movie star. I didn't think he ever did television. That was back when there was a distinction where you'd be like slumming it if you were on TV at that point. Yeah. Mm. Now it's like better. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. The guest star last night on Mannix was, uh, <laughs> any guesses? Any guesses who the guest star was? Um, Apropos of anything? Not was really. It, was it That's someone? Not, it seems unfair. Was it someone, they were young on the show and then they became famous older? No, I think they were already famous. Okay. Was it uh, Faux Krasinski? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll just tell you, William Shatner it was oh, William oh, Shatner. I was going to guess Shatner. Gavin McLeod. Were you really? I was literally right there, which I think was close. I know. Mm. Yeah, they showed Night Stalker on uh, Saturday nights on MeTV. Wow, I've become a seventy-two-year-old homebody. <laughs> yeah, I never watched Night Stalker. Oh, it's good. I heard it was good. Really good. And he's great. I seem to remember my dad watching. Wait, that. you said Gavin McLeod? Yes, I met the uh, uh, Darren McGavin oh. as Night Stalker. Uh, who's that? I An know, actor? I know who Gavin McLeod is, but I don't know Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. I don't know. Mainly, I think, because yeah, it was yeah. in this Me TV thing. And Gavin. They have Gavin in common. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin McLeod, Darren McGavin. Yeah. I keep forgetting to bring those those DVDs I told you about, where it's <clears throat> a whole day of programming. Oh, yeah. On each disc. 
That's cool. Like it's like one disc is the early morning and then mid afternoon and then prime time. One of them has Mannix on it. I like Mannix. Yeah, it's a cool, cool idea. Commercials and everything. I like uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm on a Mannix jag, Garen. I know you've been gone the last two weeks. Watch, I watch Mannix every night. I think that started the, the episode I left. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, it's still going on. Yeah. I know you were hoping that'd be good done by now. No, good TV is good TV. I, I'd love to get you into a show that I have any interest in. Like that would be nice, just so that when you're talking, I don't about know it, that I would have an interest in him until I started watching it. Yeah, but like if you watched Magnum, I'd be like, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I loved it. But you already watched it. See, the thing with with Mannix, yep. I hadn't watched it. Yeah, you kind of have to discover it again. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Yes, yes. yes. Did you watch Columbo? But you didn't watch Magnum, so you it would be fresh to you. Yeah, but 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 the fact that you've already watched it. <laughs> So you have to be the only person in the world. I got to be the guy. Yeah. This is the thing with those shows that is crazy. So somebody says, I'm leaving. I got to go to the crime scene. They then follow that character out through the hallway <laughs> into the elevator, right? Yeah, yeah. down to the parking lot, looking, getting his keys, turning it on, backing up, going out because they thought and I can hear because I know network executives and I was a child when this was done, but I can already hear network executives go. It's going to be confusing if he says, I'm going to go to the crime scene and then we cut and he's at the crime scene. Yeah. You have to tie. How did he get there? How did he get right. there? Is and, it day or night? And so many of these seven shows it was all it was nothing but yeah. shoe leather like you know what though Danny, I, I think that's why you like that's it. why i like yeah. it yeah. i love soothing. i find it soothing and calming it's like of course of course he's got to press the button on the elevator we can't just assume he's gonna get down like if, if, if they made a tv show that was just all the in-betweens of other shows you would probably watch oh, absolutely. <laughs> like all the stuff that they cut out because it wasn't necessary to yeah. show it i like it yeah. i like it i don't disagree with anything you've said no i know it's 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 very it's can be very funny to yeah. be honest with you, yes. And yes. calming. Calming. Oh, so calming. you never worry about missing anything. Right. You get popcorn. I get up, I walk out, up. he's still walking to his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that's a, right. You couldn't pause television then. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was very helpful that they'd be like, sure. I get the idea. It's also in the time in there uh, back uh, where there were not as many commercials. So the episodes are pretty long themselves. Mm. Yeah. So there's very few commercials. Interesting. They've gotten rid of the, uh, MeTV has dropped the... Uh, Oh, uh, what was the Dana Loesch from the Dana Show? Is that her name? Oh, the, mm-hmm. and the, NR, and the NRA TV? Yeah, uh, but they had ads for that beet juice that she would oh, do. right. That well. they played a hundred times an episode. They don't play those at all anymore, so I think they bailed on those. Oh. Well, there you go. That's an example of you were just railing against boycotts, but now that's a good, uh, that's a boycott you can get behind. I can get behind that boycott. I, get, I, I don't like the hypocrisy of the boycott, Matt. That's I, I, all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. It was the again. People are allowed to have an opinion just because right. it differs from yours doesn't mean you got to shut them down completely. Unless, of course, it, it's. But uh, but look, <laughs> in a capitalist system, uh, if you can take somebody's livelihood away because they're spewing abhorrent views, I, that, that's that's the system working in my mind. I, and again, I don't disagree with you. I just I, I, I know I'm I'm walking a fine line myself on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. That we can't just turn, you're you're done right because of one right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. There's also the problem with saying you're done, but everyone else that you know has to agree with you too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm not getting McDonald's anymore because it's whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I like McDonald's, so I'm going to eat McDonald's. I don't care if you are boycotting but, it. Yeah. I guess I don't think anybody's stopping anybody from watching these things. I think a boycott in its purest form is just saying, hey, like when I, to an advertiser, you can say, hey, chick. Um, are you cool with spending money on a on a on a, on a guy who is telling you that um, you know 
you know, not they're good Nazis. Like, is that like a cool thing? Are you right. cool with like selling these weapons of mass destruction? If you are, that's awesome. I just don't have to support you. If that's the value of you, you don't mm-hmm. have to. But mm-hmm. I think they have every right to go. And I think if their point of view is valid and they they, they will they will survive a boycott. I mean, we on the other side, they, they always try and have boycotts on the right. It's just that they're all fringe and have no money and it yeah. and, and, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't work. Well, they, like tried, they, tried, yeah, to they, they tried to boycott Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, which is the like, that's the tallest mountain to try to climb. <laughs> like, what are we going to? OK, yeah. let's take what, this. Refresh down. my memory. Why were they? Why was there a Star Wars boycott? Uh, there, name a reason. I mean, they didn't like that there was a black protagonist. They didn't like yes. that there was a. Uh, uh, an Asian woman. But we all agree they're with okay. these, right? We just want to say it out loud. <laughs> they're okay with the implied incest. That was fun. Yeah, that's cool. In the uh, first one? Yeah, the first, first three series. Oh, yeah. it was the fourth mm. one, but technically. Oh, and that oh. wasn't consummated. I'm going to ask you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been funny during the two weeks you're out there gallivanting with your fellow writer wannabes. I don't even... What is a residency for screenwriting? Yeah. <laughs> it's misnamed. It's basically we just go to class oh. for two weeks because it's normally like an online program. Yeah. So we just went to class and then we went on field trips to Paramount and uh, Gersh uh-huh. Agency and then the Writers Guild and stuff. So Oh, that's cool. So you met yeah. agents and you met uh, yeah. executives and stuff? Yeah, some managers come in and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. That's great. Good yeah, for it's you. Good. It's, a good, it's a good experience. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would have rather been here. but Of course you would have rather been here. This is fun. The, the joy <laughs> we have in this room. You're meeting right? five-time Emmy winner Danny Zucker. How's yeah, that? Right? That's that's better than your... I yeah. think so, too. I think just lunch with Danny would have done... Yeah. yeah. I probably could have totally. helped. If we just had lunch, I could have hooked you up with all this stuff. <laughs> totally. Right? You buy I a sandwich? A, I have a Humanitas. It's not a big deal. Oh, wow. Um, uh, <laughs> you have what? What do you say? A Humanitas award. I, I have a Humanitas award. I don't think I know what that is. It's, it's like for... Uh, it's like a putting positive messages into the world i don't know why do you have that um i don't know i wrote one of my episodes was submitted and um i got that which episode i don't even remember oh you don't remember which one oh i've written so many i have i have i really don't remember how do you remember the one that got you a trophy jesus i split it so i wrote it with somebody oh it was the one where um it was the episode where gloria gave birth to little joe that Hmm. episode I don't know why that one of Humanitas. I don't know what possible good I put into the world. It was a lovely episode, but I don't know what great message I was sending, but I was very happy to win that. Good. Yeah. Oh, so many awards. Um, yeah, it's got to be just exhausting for you. It is hard to keep track. So you were saying before we uh, went to break, Danny, that yes. uh, there, uh, the Oliver effect is happening in oh. the uh, Cousin Oliver effect. So there was a season-long fight about giving um, Mitch and Cam a baby. So we started this 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 um, episode this that season with Mitch and Cam really wanted another baby, and there was a camp in the room that thought it might be good. And because we all are, we I have terrible ideas too, but I'm not going to talk about them here. I'm going to talk about other people's terrible ideas because <laughs> I'm here. Uh, but we had there was a there was a camp in the room that thought might be fun if Mitch and Cam adopted. <laughs> um, they probably didn't pitch it this way. I'm diminishing it. A like a wisecracking African American kid. 
And I, like, which doesn't feel dated or paternal <laughs> or like, and the way we got rid of it was one of our writers, I wish I had come up with this, started naming the kid Adoptable Jones. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, are we writing the Adoptable Jones? And, um, and so finally it had been mocked to such a point that we couldn't. However, we did promise the audience a new baby. And we thought, what's the, the stories that we were having probably the hardest time breaking because it was a smaller household and, you know, it's it's probably the most heightened relationship is Jay and Gloria, you know, this old guy, that's a hot woman. And, and, uh, and so we thought maybe if we had a baby, added a little kid, it could humanize that a little bit. And I think it's been successful sometimes and not successful sometimes. I think it has been. I think it's yeah. uh, given Ed O'Neill a lot more to do. Yeah, I think so too. And he's so great. and yeah. so, He's flawless. He's flawless. Right, he really is. It's, I... I don't, I never took an acting course in my life, but we would, you know, when you're doing the driving scenes in a thing and you're, you're towing the car. And so I'm in the back of a truck listening and he's got little, this is first season and he's got little Rico Rodriguez who plays Manny. And we have to get back to one each time, get back to the, where, where we started. So you got to drive around the block as he's doing that. He's coaching Rico. He's like, so look at the line here. See, this is, I know. You, you ask me the question here in this line, but you get the idea to ask me the question up here. So show mm. me what that looks like. And it was like literally listening into a master acting wow. class. Awesome. And it was like, you really wow. appreciated. Yeah. It was like, I never even thought of that when I was, because I had written that script and I thought, yeah, he's right. That's exactly where Rico, but I didn't even think of that and as I was writing. So it was cool. I, I was, uh, yeah. Well, it seems like a very nice guy too, a very giving guy. He's too. the greatest. Is he a nice man? Oh, he's so nice. Yeah, he's a, he's a wonderful guy. You have a pretty decent cast of people over there. I, we're we, Ty Burrell's been on this show and we oh, enjoy Ty's company. Ty's, Ty is a better person than I can, I'll ever be. He's just like a great, <laughs> yeah, we're really lucky. And I've worked not on, like I've worked on shows where it was a, a, a hell experience to be on stage i don't like to talk about the shows or the people but it was brett butler on um, <laughs> on, on, on grace under fire um but i don't like just out of respect i'm not going to mention her okay that's because <laughs> but that's know, not she's notorious she, she was going through a lot of stuff that's right. why i won't talk about how she would do horrible things on the set so yeah, so don't ask me again. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ask you. I promise I'm not going to ask you about it. Uh, but there's many a story written about her. Yes, she's famous for that. My first sort of real sitcom that was like, I, where I was like a story editor on and I was coming in, it was Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds, post Lonnie Anderson, oh, Purple no. Suit Time. And, um, <laughs> and boy, he is cuckoo for Go-Go Pops. You do not enjoy his company. No. No, we, although there was a there was a bit of us who were always sort of hoping that he would punch us because <laughs> it apparently paid very well. <laughs> so it was like I, you know, I was like with the writers. I was like I on on stage, uh, you know, I'm a story editor, or nothing, and I just and I walked in between takes and I said, it just seems a little angry here, and just like hopefully looking to get punched. <laughs> yeah, this is the time. Here's my money. Here's my lottery ticket. Exactly. No, nope. uh, wasn't Bill Bob Thornton on that as well? No, I, he was. On, he, he did appear on that, and he, they were on um, Hearts of Fire, yes, which was the other Thomas and Joseph. They were in the offices right next to us. Okay. And I actually went to the premier, one of our writers was in, he just died actually, Brett Briscoe, who was a character actor, but he was in the Sling Blade short with Billy Bob wow. Thornton, and they like we saw that while it was going on, so it was all happening right now. That short was amazing. Remember when that made the rounds? And it was like, it was like who is this guy? Right. What is this character? This is 
chilling. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I wish the movie, I liked the movie, but it wasn't as good as that. Yeah. And Molly Ringwald was great in that little yeah, short. Yeah, it was great. Did yeah, you I, see that, man? I saw the feature. I think I watched the short when it was out on DVD and you could watch it. Yeah. But, um, but I saw the feature first, so I just loved it. I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. I didn't have that experience of being let down by something else proceeding. It was very good. It was good. Yeah. Very, very good. And, yeah. uh, uh, almost on the, I know that I'm not saying, I'm, I'm wrong, but almost at the advent of indie films too. So it yeah, seemed like yeah. a weird, like, why am I even receiving this? I, why am I getting this guy's demo reel or whatever? <laughs> right. And, yeah. and why is it so great? Mm-hmm. Um, the great Bill Bob Thornton. Yeah, there was a there were a few years uh, where that would happen sometimes. Like the the South Park short was floating mm-hmm. around yeah. for a while before they got anything. And same with. Uh, uh, Blair Witch. Blair Witch Blair was Witch. like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, also the always, I think the Always Sunny guys. Oh, is that true? They did a little short, and they, the whole thing was, yeah, it's an amazing story, those guys. They did the short, took it to FX. FX said, like, well, we like this, but we can't give you any money. And they just said, okay, we won't take a salary for the first year. And um, Rob McElhaney, who's, who's one of the creators, talks about this, that he was waiting tables while that show was like it was on his show was airing he was waiting tables <laughs> but he because he just got all he said is we just will take ownership in the show and then the next season they added danny devito and it became his and it, you know but it's all they all made it themselves which is not even an option when i was starting out to right yeah. you're short you know the camera on your phone is like if i wanted that quality and like when i graduated in like 19 like 87 it would be like that would be like a hundred thousand dollars yeah so, yeah you know, right so. yeah. what was your first show that you worked on um, well, I mean, that I worked on in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was a PA for Howard Stern um, in New wow. York. Uh, uh, he was gonna do a late night talk show, and we shot five episodes, and uh, uh, and uh, it didn't go, but that was my first PA job, and that led me to a PA job out here. My first writing job was um, the Arsenio Hall show. Was that right? That was it. Yeah, I was got very lucky. I was a PA on that show. In late night, you get a 13-week contract. So it's like every 13 weeks they can fire you, which is like oh. chilling. But the show in 13 weeks became this huge hit. We were all shocked. Like, you know, this is amazing. Like people were just showing up. It was great. And he got rid of half the writing staff. And before he hired other writers, I always, you know, I wanted to be a joke writer forever. And I, so I was writing jokes. And like he did one of my jokes on Monday. He did like two of my jokes on Tuesday. And by Thursday, I'd written a large portion of the monologue. And on Friday, he hired me as a writer. And that wow. was my break. So I always... I have a warm feeling for Arsenio Hall. He's a nice man. Very nice man. Right? Big hands. Giant hands. Long fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepy yeah. long. He, does he play the piano? And if not, uh, why not? No, I know. It's a waste. I don't believe it's he plays waste. the piano. <laughs> it's a waste. It's a, like my, my friends who are tall and don't play basketball. I have a friend who's a writer. This guy, Tim Doyle. He's like 6'6 six, six and doesn't play. It's like such a waste of height. Yeah. Hmm. I would play so much basketball if I were tall. Would you? But what if you're not good at it? What if uh, yeah, I'd be terrible at it. You don't have the skill. Yeah. 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 Maybe hmm. Doyle doesn't have the skill. He probably doesn't. Right? Yeah. Doesn't have a game. I know he can't jump. I learned that from a movie title. <laughs> right. But well, you're just assuming he's I assume, white. I assumed he was white. Yeah. Why? Because his name is Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good assumption. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's check in over there with Johnny Clunks. That's uh, Elliot Hochberg. He's over there behind Mission Control. He's got, uh, uh Elliot, how was your weekend? Anything of import happen? Uh, my weekend was fine. Um, got some stuff done. Played some board games. Uh, went to a board game day. Did that. Uh, yeah. Did you go watch our friend uh, Jay Keith uh, do it? I his? was unable to do that. You were not available to do that on no, a Sunday I, uh, afternoon. I had uh, well, I had a new tenant moved in, and they were moving from Irvine, and the traffic was bad, and so they didn't. They were going to get there at like two or three. They didn't get there till five, so I had to 
do my tour with them and whatever. So I wasn't able to. So they were moving in. You have to be there to what? Give them the keys? Give them the keys. And I like to give a tour. I take about 20 minutes or so to walk around the building. You don't give them the tour when they're looking at the unit. You give it to them when they're moving in. Well, you you answer some questions, but this is like, hey, here's the rule for this, and this is how you submit a maintenance request, and that okay. sort of stuff. I'm not going to tell that to every. Could you imagine if I told that to every single person, all that stuff? I don't know. You bore us to shit about nothing. When we the second that the microphones go off, we're held hostage. Yeah, I'm. I've never heard. I've never moved into a place where they gave me like a 20 minute tour of it. That's crazy. Well, here's me. the reason why I do it. Here's why. Now, uh, Danny, if you don't know, Elliot is the manager of an apartment complex in Palms, California. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Right, well, you, I you, knew very little about the show, but that I that you know. No, that's, fair enough. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not there. I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> So go on. Did you know? But did you know that eagles are birds of prey? Because <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people were forgetting that last yeah. week. But what? people don't remember. It's eagles are bird of prey. Yeah. My no. thing that I said is that owls are birds of prey. That was oh. the thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, that's what people forget about. They that's think a, owls are adorable. Right, you know what? You're you're very right about that. Well, it's <laughs> a classic NNF rewrite. Okay, we do apologize. <laughs> All right, two guys are idiots, and uh, we're certainly owning it, but uh, not on the air. Okay, let's go. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going hey, what to are owls, by the way? I'm told that they're uh, birds of prey. Oh, cool. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'd forgotten that for a short period of time. Yeah, people <laughs> Luckily, a buddy of mine very politely reminded me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so they, they show up. You give them a tour. But yeah, and, and then you're going to sell us why. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. So... Over the course of people living there, there are things that they don't realize that they could do, like things that they could ask me about or have me do. And then the, and then it turns out that they had a non-working air conditioner for six months. Yeah. Well, if I go through all these things, then I, I give them sort of a, a bedrock of here's, here's how our relationship's going to work. Here's how dealing with things in the building is going to work so that... They have they have a good expectation of of how to do stuff and mm-hmm. and things run way more smoothly over the course of when they're living there. But when you say maintenance request, like when I when I used to live in an apartment complex, if if the air conditioner broke, I would just call the landlord and go, "Hey, the air conditioner's down. Sure. That is not an option here. I have no, to put it, it, it in." Well, you, you submit it to me, but I, I'm telling you, when I, when there have t- been tenants who have moved in and it's it, I haven't been able to give them the tour. Like if I don't do it when I give them the keys, it's usually months before I end up scheduling it because they're busy or whatever um and they're not interested because it isn't the first day they moved in right they're, so, they're living there now and, and they figure i know how to live in an apartment right but then inevitably there's one of these things that i tell them about that they didn't know and either it creates inconvenience for another tenant or there's something wrong with the way they parked the car or whatever it might be that i tell them about that first day so it's i i feel like it's better for everybody and and i have yet to have somebody kind of go all right. At the end of it, they're oh, like, no, no, no. Oh, At the end Elliot. of it, about 50% of the time, they go, you know what? You have answered all my questions, and I really appreciate it. I get that a lot. So, I, uh, My thought is this job seems like it could be accomplished by a laminated sheet of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> that, perhaps on the refrigerator. It, it, all of this information might be able, because then you'd have a permanent record you'd of think. it. As opposed to like you'd this think. anecdotal. <laughs> you'd think. You know, here's the thing. He's being very helpful. Your response is insane. <laughs> but it's, because it's true. It's, it's, it's the old Basically, joke. you could be, yeah. You could be replaced by a, a bag of sand. Yeah, <laughs> a piece of paper yeah. could do your job. Yeah, I sent out an email with all this information oh, that nobody right. ever reads. So right, right. that's the reason why I ended up doing it. Elliot, nobody's making, why are you getting defensive I, on this? I felt like there was Sarcasm You're turning that, into uh, Kellyanne Conway being, uh, <laughs> asking about uh, oh. husband tweets. Boy, didn't you feel bad for her? Oh, I, Dana Bash. Oh, Dana Bash. Uh, she got eaten alive. 
that it was so. Kellyanne Conway, she what a huge overreaction. It was a crazy, but she she sensed weakness like an owl with a <laughs> oh, like, 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 a, like an injured mouse, and 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 and, and Tana Bash was the injured mouse, and that owl flew flew silently from the barn and then just screeched and got her. I didn't hear see what happened. What happened? Uh, go ahead. Dan. Yeah. So uh, Kellyanne Conway is on, and you know she'll filibuster. You know you won't get a word in edgewise, but Jake Tapper or somebody else. Uh, more aggressive will say you're not answering the question mm -hmm. well she felt weakness in dana bash dana bash is a, a lovely person but she's not like a killer mm -hmm. with that and so um kellyanne conway's husband has been tweeting negative stuff about donald trump mm -hmm. which seems newsworthy yeah and kellyanne conway thought oh this is that perfect thing i can turn into victimhood mm -hmm. and successfully ran over her said oh it's good to know we're doing that so we're going after people's spouses now it's good to know that's very good to know from cnn and like would not let wow. and and even yeah. got dana bash to go no like i'm not saying that it, it, it just it, it was it was i was horrified yeah <laughs> it felt like a bad moment for it was i mean she's you know she's as danielle my wife always says she's a genius and that she's able to turn anything into yes a positive but the way she handled this where she went so that's what we're doing now that's what cnn's doing yeah, now yeah and you're almost going to go cnn's not, I, I just asked a question yeah yeah, yeah. But, but oh she, so that's what we're doing now okay that's good to know moving forward that's good to know like she magically yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh my god you, you somehow managed to avoid the question and make this woman look it's so frustrating when the bad guys are good at what they do. Uh, she, look, look, she's evil, but she is amazing at what she does. Yeah. yeah. No, she's very good at that. I, and funny. You ever see that video of her doing stand-up? <laughs> funny. Oh, really good. Oh, that's what we're doing now? That's what Never Not Funny does? We're, we're going to go into uh, past jobs and... Uh, oh, whoa. Leave me alone, well, Kellyanne. It was just a question. <laughs> yeah, I was just commenting. I thought you were funny. You said... That's great. Okay, let's talk about when you were at the record store and you would uh, sexually harass uh, female employees. I did not sexually harass anybody. <laughs> I mean, that's what's on the table. Okay. Past jobs. Let's talk about <laughs> First it. First of all, let's not make that joke ever. I don't like that joke in any way, shape, or form. You were the you talk about getting tail in the record. I made store. it very clear that I never sexually harassed anybody. I, of course, you didn't. Of course, I, I. I'm lucky that I was employed and that women you, looked my direction. Yes, you were quite the Lothario, as you tell us. <laughs> Frequently, I was just listening to somebody that uh, who cares. Uh, all right, Elliot, welcome back. Good to have you here. We missed you the last two weeks. There, there's one thing I want to throw in. You guys were talking about the old TV shows, and yeah. I I rewatched Rockford Files, which I talked about a little bit before. Right. There is one episode where the, he's got to go to the desert. Yeah. And he's driving, and I would say ten minutes. We're watching him go through all the various parts between Los Angeles and Death Valley, like all the transitions between each more desert city. And they felt like that was the thing that we should see yeah. while we watch him drive his Camaro or his Firebird, whatever it was, out into the out into the desert. It was amazing. No, how will they know he went from temperate to arid? <laughs> his hair looks completely wait, different. Obviously, the, the wait, errors. Those trees are deciduous now. <laughs> Boy, that's a word I don't know, but I liked it. It's a type of uh, type of forest. I don't know. Of, uh, I don't know enough about it. I'm not a foliage guy. You know that. It's the number one thing on your wiki. First thing you should know. I'm not, I'm, my name's Jim, and I'm not a foliage guy. <laughs> Those are the two things. Um, all right, uh, Matt, and welcome in. Hello. Anything on the import uh, for you over the weekend? No, I was uh, fighting a sore throat, so I kind of laid low for the most part. Lay low, sweet cherry, you know? That's right. No. What... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so you didn't do anything? I went to the Huntington. Uh, we took the kids to the Huntington uh, Garden for Earth Day yesterday. 
it just seemed like a nice thing to do to be outside. Do you know the Huntington? I don't. I've never even heard of it. It's in Pasadena. It's a oh, yes, I've been beautiful there. garden. I think we almost had our, it was a place we looked at for our wedding. Yeah, it's, it would be a great place yes, for a wedding. It's I, gorgeous. I, I think uh, I think money played into that. Why mm-hmm. we didn't do it there? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, is it? Is what it, Who are we hiding seem that to from? still be able to hear you. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> but uh, the lip readers won't I know. I believe money was involved. Yeah, it's uh, it's some some guy who like started a railroad. I think owned that estate, and uh, and it's gorgeous. You know, I love a train. There's something about a train, Matt. That's what <laughs> it's magic. Magic. <laughs> something about a train that's magic. Now, Danny. All right, we got to yes. take another break already. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's take another break. Okay. And then we come back. I know you've been asked this to death, but I, I you got to walk us through. Uh, it's the first time on our show. Yeah. How it started. Oh, the Trump. Thing. Why it started. Yes. And when will it end? We'll be back. <laughs> hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Danny Zucker's on Twitter, famously at Danny Zucker. Uh, I know Donald Trump's reading them. Uh, why aren't you? So follow him. He's also writing on Modern Family, which is on ABC Wednesday nights, uh, nine o'clock probably. I don't know when it's on, but it's uh, it's findable everywhere that uh, ABC shows are found. Also, we didn't mention on the show. We meant to um, check out his podcast with Jenny Johnson, doing it with Danny and Jenny. Uh, I have not heard it yet, but uh, it sounds delightful, and I'm looking forward to checking it out. Jimmy Pardo is going to be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City on May 4th and 5th. He's at Rooster Teeth Feathers in Sunnyvale, California. That is June 14th through the 16th. And then uh, Chicago, we are coming to you to do uh, Never Not Funny Live and Playing Games Live. That's on May 12th, one thirty show for Never Not Funny with Brian Noonan as our guest. And Bill Leff is on the Playing Games at 4 p.m. Uh, buy a combo package. Uh, you can uh, save 10 bucks if you want to buy a ticket to each show and see both. Make your whole afternoon a Never Not Funny afternoon. That'll be fun. And then uh, Brooklyn sold out on June 2nd. But June 3rd, we're in Minneapolis at Acme. That is uh, the place to be on June 3rd. It's a 3 p.m. matinee show. And uh, you can get tickets to that and anything else we're doing by going to nevernotfunny.com. Click the tour link. Jimmy's tickets are available at jimmyparter.com. Click his tour link and enjoy. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What do we got? Hats, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our Platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. That's and I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Now, Matt Belknap, you know that I just had, uh, I'm going to flip-flop this a little bit. Okay. I just was, just last night, I was supposed to go see Judas Priest in concert. Right. I could not go. Right. So I put him up on SeatGeek. Oh, yeah? That's right. That must have been a, a huge hassle, like having to deal with all of the I'm gonna nonsense. I'm going to tell you something. It was the easiest thing in the world. What? And if you're on the other side of it, say you're the guy looking to get the Judas Priest yeah, tickets. sure. Uh, or maybe you're just going, you want to go to a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes online, it can be complicated. It can be confusing. Not with SeatGeek, Matt. Yeah. It's the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or you need to find the perfect gift. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and they are fully guaranteed. That's that's Justin somebody. That's not just Purdue. <laughs> yeah, I was barely even paying attention to that conversation. Who cares what southern-accented guy we were oh. in of? Boy, do people get their nose out of whack. Uh, well, yeah. Who cares? Like, were we? I didn't even understand. I, we're talking about last episode with Patton Oswalt. We were, said some. We just did a voice, and then someone was like, "Who was that?" Oh, Paul Prudhomme. How do they know it wasn't Paul Prudhomme? How do because, they because I said we guarantee, I, which was I, I guarantee is. The, oh, that's the catchphrase. It's the other guy's the other catchphrase. Guy. Oh, that said, I still don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. You know. Four hours a week, 12 hours, 12 years of shows, yeah. uh, you know, a reference might not be accurate. <laughs> it's amazing. And, amazing how rare that is. That usually we hit it right you. on the head. Do we? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Aaron, I called out on my, my inability to quote movies on a regular basis. We were just this episode called out on saying something oh, wrong. Boy, we were wrong, weren't we? What was it? Oh, I don't remember. Already, I'm sorry, Elliot. Are we wake? Are we keeping you from something? Uh, no, I just because uh, oiling his tripods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing some. That of course does not mean masturbation, because <laughs> that's what I call when I uh, masturbate. I'm gonna go oil the tripod. Yeah, because I consider the three uh, have... two ball on a shaft. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, would you? It's where it's at. It's true, but I didn't know if you were counting your legs as also no, part of the situation. I two testicles and a microphone. That's mm-hmm. where it's at. Beck mm-hmm. taught us that. Yep. Two Nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician or person. SeatGeek will help you get closer to the action for great value. Put your glasses back on, Jim. More than happy to do it. <laughs> now, I have the SeatGeek app right on my phone. I'm more than happy yes, to show it to I. you. Look at it. I'm going to show it to you right now. No, you don't need to. I have it on mine. I'm going to show it right to you. Right. Okay. Right. Here. Right. Got it right there, in your... There it is. There is SeatGeek. 
you have an entertainment folder that you keep all your entertainment related uh, apps in there? I don't have enough apps on my phone to uh, go folder. There it is. You see it right there? I, I, I pointed at the yeah, wrong I thing. I know what it looks it's like. right there. <laughs> I'm showing the camera. Okay. I don't need to remind you, Jimmy, that Seat Geek is the king of the seat. You see the rock in that seat from across the street. Seat Geek is a lesson, too, because you can't let the seat beat you. Now, I texted you an improvement to that, and then you, you didn't use it when you had the opportunity. I don't remember it. And if you can't, <laughs> and if you can't get the seat, the geek will seat you. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. It it's seat geek. It's a person. Seat geek is a person. He's a geek who's a geek about seats. The geek will seat you when you can't find a seat. It makes perfect sense. You think it improves upon what he offered? I yes. Was, I was just literally transposing the Beat Street song. I know, but when you, when you put that in there that way, it actually doesn't make as much sense. Is there sense. a way, Elliot, I'm very serious about this. Is there a way where you can go, hey, I thought, I thought it'd be more fun if we collaborated on this as opposed to you once again being a condescending prick. <laughs> I gave you that. I gave you an improvement. Wait a minute. I'm the guy First who... of all, you're judging what he did. Yeah. Wait a Second minute. All, what if we, what if everybody Look in a mirror, Jimmy Pardo. I, I look in a mirror every day, friend, and I don't like what I see. <laughs> so what you're saying is, do what I say, not what I do. Is yes. that, what, that what we're doing here? That is the salient lesson of Never Not Funny. Yes, that's the rule. <laughs> I thought w that we all get along because we're all so similar. No. You think you're anything like me? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Let me put it this way. I think you're like me. Oh, Elliot. Even worse. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> That's something you have to confront on your own time, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, no. That idea, just that whole concept. Take that to the therapist. I think you two are a lot alike. I'll tell you that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to stay out of this. But <laughs> got smacked across the face with it. <laughs> that is the best wow. Those are the best use of those three letters ever. Wow. Hey, speaking of wow, SeatGeek wows you away, but they're designed to make ticket buying experience even easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, Seat Greek. Seat, who does? Seat Greek. What's the name of it? Seat Greek. <laughs> Seat Greek. Jimmy the Greek's new. Uh, uh... Hey, the women are different. They, uh, they're lucky to even play, play, play in the sports. Hey, Jimmy, I don't think we should say that. Eh, I'm cool. <laughs> seat Geek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Budget. Hey, I'm Jimmy. I'm having trouble saying every word. Every purchase is fully guaranteed. Now, wait a minute. What if we put a spin on Jimmy the Greek and called you Jimmy the Geek and you could be the Seat Geek? Aha. Uh -huh. Jimmy the Geek will seat you now. Will you please contact Seat Geek and yeah. let them know I am available? Okay. Jimmy gonna, the Geek. I, the thing, because the, um, now I'm on board with the idea of the the geek seats you. Before, what I didn't like about it, honestly, was the idea you you that yeah, it was like I a circus. You. I know, but like the <laughs> idea of a, 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 a geek at the circus or the carnival or whatever, that just seemed like offensive. No, that's somehow. not. It's technology geek. I do think the word geek is offensive. It and can't. I'm going to boycott it. Oh, all <laughs> okay, right. Cool. From here on out, now I'm going to yeah. start a Twitter campaign. Hashtag no geek. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> That's how not committed I am. That's how non-committal I am to this bit. I'm going to go down to McDonald's and get a Egg McMuffin with a, with a hashtag. Can you get some hashtag? <laughs> yeah. It's a bag of hash browns. Get your most bang for your buck. They grade the tickets, as I mentioned. Each uh, purchase fully guaranteed. Now, what's that guy's Justin? Ju what, Justin Trudeau. What's his name? Oh. Justin I Willman. Yeah, no, that's maybe. a magician. Yeah. No, it, it, it is Justin something. I'm. It's a it generic name. Is it Timberlake? I, I wasn't happy with it when I saw it. I was like, Justin. Nah. But he's the guy with the red suspenders. Well, somebody look it up. All right, all right. You're, you're over there, Mission Control. Uh, 
my battery is almost dead on my phone. And my use that plugged-in iPad in front of your face. It will crash if I do anything other than oh the my thing. God, it's supposed what to do you do. want me to look it up? Somebody look it up. Uh, anyway, shop for your C- uh, tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals of every type of ticket: sports, concerts, comedy, theater. Justin Wilson. Justin Wilson. Thank you. Best of all, listeners of Never Not Funny will get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Nice. That's awesome. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code PARDO. That's P-A-R-D-O today. That's promo code PARDO. And you're going to get $20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Boy, I'll tell you something. If that person used that for uh, my Judas Priest tickets, they got themselves a bargain. Mm-hmm. The best you ever have. Now, do you think you make money if you use that $20 thing and buy $15 tickets? Yeah, I think they send you $5. Nice. Yeah, I think That'd when you show up, they uh, they say, oh, here's your ticket, and here's that 5 bucks we owe you. <laughs> yeah, you know who would do that? Jimmy the Geek. Yeah, but that is not what SeatGeek does. No. We're not saying they do that. That is not the case. Anyway, SeatGeek is the way to go. Uh, get uh, 20 bucks off your first purchase at SeatGeek by going to SeatGeek, uh, using the app, enter the promo code PARDO, and you're going to get 20 bucks off SeatGeek. SeatGeek! The king of the geek. Or king of the seat, sorry. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2210. Matt Belknap is here, of course. Johnny Clunks is behind Mission Control. Garen Cockrell, back in the pop culture reason. Uh, uh, seat, good to have Garen back. Garen was gone for two weeks. Good to be back. We missed him. Who do we have? We had uh, Shane Hedman and his wife Rita filled in. They did mm-hmm. a, a terrific job. Took yeah. two people to fill my spot. Well, you know, it seemed like every week it was two people. Know, we yeah. had uh, Dan Telfer and um, Bill, Morrison. Uh, Bill Morrison from Mad Television. No, not Mad TV, Mad Magazine. <laughs> Mad Magazine, yeah. The uh, they filled in. Yeah. We had, uh, well, then Julie Dixon Jackson, who's yeah. got the energy of two people. And then Tony Thaxton. And the Tony Thaxton. But Tony was here with the. Uh, we had a, a sit-in. Uh, Ryan uh, from... Uh, oh, right, Ryan Walsh. Slow. Ryan Walsh. Walsh. Wow. So that, that was, was another two first. So, yeah, you're right, Garen. Other than Julie, who's been in that seat before. Yeah, she has experience. Yeah. I trained her well. Uh-huh. And you guys have some... We'll talk about it Thursday, but you have some genetic thing going on, she tells us. Yeah, she's helping me. Uh, I shouldn't say helping. She's... She's doing, doing all the work. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she's about to have a new podcast coming out called uh, "What Cut Off Jeans." Yeah, cut off Jean jeans with the G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where she helps, uh, she talks about uh, finding your uh, ancestors and such. That's mm-hmm. a great title. It's a great title. It is. And maybe she takes a picture of you wearing those Vans and your cut off <laughs> jeans for yeah, her. Rock those on Sunday to Amoeba. Okay. <laughs> you went the day after record store day. I did. You know what, Garrett? On my way here, this is the truth. In my car. On the way to Amoeba for Record Store Day, I went, you know what? I, every day is Record Store Day. Why am I going to go today and battle these crowds? Because mm. uh, I always go. I always go. I, I'm well, not a guy that doesn't go. But there, for some people, there's special things that you can only get. Right. But you don't care about that. Not so. once has there been something. Yeah. Uh, there was a Uriah Heap one, apparently. Yeah, but uh, I probably should have got that from my buddy Steve. But uh, oh. you know what? He, he knows how to go to a store. Also, I think you could just order that on his website, right? Steve's? Yeah. Uriah Heap? <laughs> Uriah Heap's a, a band name. Uh, I meant Steve. No. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is it Def Leppard? Is that a man? Is that a band? It's not. You know it's not. Don't no. be, don't play dumb. Uh, I, that Jethro Tull is yeah. a also, handsome man. No, that's not a person no, either. No, okay. Led Zeppelin's also not a person. These yeah. are band names. We've, we've had What's, this problem before. I, I mix Johnny up Beetle? Uriah Heep and Midger. Well, Midger is a human being. Right. What about, I think his name is Todd Floyd. No, um. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, which one's pink? Is, oh, that's uh, right. By the way, which one's pink? By the way, which one's pink? I just watched a documentary on that album on iTunes. It was very good. Did you Elliot? Yeah. Oh. oh, hang on, hang on. I'm talking dogs with you. 
Do you like that one? I love this. All right, so you watched it. That, that was it? That was it. No, I just watched it. It was, they, they actually did two on Pink Floyd. They did one on Dark Side of the Moon and then one on Wish You Were Here. And Wish You Were Here was uh, fantastic. Because it all talks about, it's. they really get into, like in the middle of making that, crazy Sid Barrett comes into the studio and they think he's a homeless man. They don't know. They don't know who he is Whoa. for a while. And they, they're, they're, and, and Roger Waters is talking about it. And you'd see it is still, they were still, all these years later, completely shaken up about how they could not save this guy. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. That's available on the information tunes? Yeah. Go that's on, yeah, it's on the iTunes. You'll find it. It's good. Put it like a nice music doc. Oh. Nice music doc. Are you kidding me? It's great. Uh, hey, you know what? Circling back, uh, completely off topic, but on topic, mm-hmm. I finally watched uh, John Mulaney uh, hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. Great job. Really he's great. amazing. Yeah. did a great job. He's my, I, he's such a good writer. Oh boy, is he. Yeah. I mean, I want that, that, the, the comeback kids special just I, I i just every freaking it's so well right? written it's just great i think he i, I i've been saying brian regan for so long yeah, is, yeah. is the best stand-up working yeah but i think gary goldman and john mulaney yeah. have taken i'm not saying that brian's no longer in the top yeah. three yeah. but those two have just they're, taken the baton they're fantastic mm-hmm. they are so great yeah. and, and mulaney was great yeah the monologue was great the monologue was great and that lobster sketch <laughs> which did you know that did you hear the story about that no yeah. Oh, yeah he had written that back when he was a writer on saturday night live right. and it had been rejected almost every week it had been rejected a bunch of times yeah and he's like came back to host it's like you know what fuck it we're doing the lobster sketch <laughs> it's probably one of the better sketches they've put on in a yeah. long time i agree with that yeah i mean how do you not love keenan thompson in a lobster uh, suit like yeah, an, old, say, an old man lobster, lobster suit, suit. <laughs> singing lame miss yeah it's just so I, I loved it. Yeah, Boy, really that was funny. fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. I had just come from seeing Beirut, the movie Beirut. Oh, wow. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was great. Yeah. Um, I did. I know this is a crazy statement, but I spent the entire time going, why is a John Hamm a mega superstar? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, he's a star, right. but he is so effing good yeah. that he deserves to be talked about in the same categories like Bradley Cooper and, I, and these right. other guys. After, the, you know, one or two seasons of Mad Men, I just assumed he would be ascending yeah. to that level. Yeah. It's, it is weird that he's sort of now character guy, yeah. but doing really good stuff. So, I mean. He should be a star. He doesn't get enough lead movie roles. That's what I'm saying. Like, he should be... I wonder if that's maybe he doesn't. By design, maybe he maybe. enjoys being the Alec Baldwin of his generation. Yeah, I mean, that a lot complimentary. Of times that's, by the way. More, yeah. that's more. That's more. Noticed. Fun, more noticed. Well, he's great in this. Cool. Really, and he's great. the lead. He's the yeah. yeah he I is wanted the lead. to see it. It looked really good. I yeah, they're great. Rosalind Pike, I believe, is the uh, woman's name in it. Rosam- Rosamund. Pike. What is it? Rosamund. I think it's Rosamund. Ro- Rosamund Pike. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Rosamund, but I Rosamund, Rosamund Pike. Am I saying this right? Fuck off. My, I think, no, I think, you're, I think you're stretching the U out a little too much. Yeah, okay. Just fuck How off. How about this name? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so quicker yeah. to the point. Yep. Uh, all right, Danny Zucker is yes. here. Uh, he's taking time away from uh, the World Wide Web, which uh, yeah. is a... If you're not following Dan, now I, I've been saying that a lot lately. We, the great mm-hmm. Leah Krinsky is terrific. John Quaintance is terrific. Oh, he's great. But Danny is the uh, the one where if you're... if, if Come November 9 of 2016, if you were not following Danny, uh, you get on now. Oh, thanks. Thanks. It's been a weird thing. So walk us through it. Okay. So up until 2013 in the spring, I would use Twitter to write jokes and make fun of my kids and do do funny parent observations. I love doing that. And it was, uh, they, you know, just write jokes. And occasionally... There'd be like a celebrity who was so awful 
I would say something. And most of the time they didn't. The first tweet I ever had that went violent was Chris Brown, the lovely uh, uh, singer. Uh, there was a little earthquake in Virginia and he wrote, please pray for Virginia. And I wrote, oh God, what did you do to her? <laughs> and, 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 uh, and then, and, yeah, and, and then he said something misspelled to me, um, and, uh, and, uh, and that was it. But it was like, wow, that's that was crazy. So I, yeah. so he did. He responded. He responded. Yeah. Wow. Um, he really went after our friend. I think you know Jenny Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met her that night. No, no, with no, you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went after her rather seriously. Like she actually has the distinction of getting him off Twitter for six months. Oh wow. Yeah, because he was like basically <laughs> something like I'm going to rape you is oh, what no. he got to say. Yeah, Jesus which was like, Christ. oh cool, we went after the right target. Yeah, <laughs> it's like not good. Yeah. But speaking of right target, so I grew up um, in Jersey, just outside of New York. Uh, you grew up hating Donald Trump for um, that was just what you did because um, <laughs> he was a joke. And at the time in 2013, his reality show was really failing it was like finishing terrible and one and i tweeted mean things to him before just if they were funny and one day i just like i i open up my twitter and he says celebrity apprentice number one show of the night and it was just like wow really as i so i just tweeted back i wrote cool story here's what happened here's what actually happened and it showed with the easily checkable fact <laughs> right um <laughs> that uh that he had finished in fourth place in his time slot to a repeat of family guy and i also want to say maybe a repeat of bob's burger and he was fourth and with a new episode um and that was and then he just started to respond. He's like, that's a lie. Tell him the truth. And then it went back and forth and he started to come at me. And I will say what was been an interesting, it went on for about four months of back and forth, four or five months, a couple hundred tweets back and forth where Jesus. I would just go, you know, he would say something. And I was very much lauded for it because it's like, what great slams. And I always felt quite guilty <laughs> because it wasn't, there's nobody we know who we consider funny who could not have done what I did. He just chose me. Like it just came, he responded to me foolishly. And and um, it was like dunking on a toddler. It was like, it was, it, the setups were so easy. I'm, I'm actually releasing this, I'm doing I'm doing a book oh. of this whole Twitter war with comments. Nice. And I'm just gonna donate everything to like, the uh, you know, an immigrants advocacy group and all the charities that he's fucked up. But it's, the book is called, He Started It. And I'm calling it, He Started It because and, and like, again, I had nothing to do with this response. He just gives you these things. But somebody said, hey, you're being pretty immature picking a fight with Danny Zucker. And to which he responded in all caps, he started it. <laughs> and I just wrote, as your friend, that's not the best response to this accusation. Right. And like, it went you know, completely over his head. But that's who he was. And so it was, but was the, just to be in that seat where like, so eventually he wound up blocking me and like we'd have a couple tweets back and forth over the years but what was interesting is no one supported him in this like <laughs> on twitter where anything you say there's somebody who's against it i would have to scroll for pages and pages to find somebody who's like hey you're a jerk donald trump is great like it would just wouldn't happen so when he's running for president, I have this in my mind. You know, when he comes down that escalator like an idiot and calls Mexicans rapists, I think like, well, this is not gonna happen. Right. And it was like, so I make some jokes and there's just a little hint of like, just a little light die Jew queer, oh. which, you know, is wrong on some levels and right on the money on others. And uh, um, and it, it then started to get like, wow, I'm getting people who are 
you're taking his side. Like, it was so, I couldn't understand it. Right. I could yeah. not understand it. And, but as a result of me doing, because I'd listen to people, and then the news media would start to say, he's such a master of Twitter. And he's like, he's so good at this. And I, what are you talking about? It's, it, it, he's not his five things. He would have been the easiest guy to defeat. But that's how bad the field was and how corrupt state TV was. And maybe the Russians helped. Who knows? Oh, I know. There's no maybe. Yeah, of course. So it was, yeah, it was really hard. I remember early on, this is another weird connection I have. In high school, my best friend was this guy by the name of, not Bobby Blender, that we talked about <laughs> earlier. But this is a, uh, was a guy by the name of Todd Christie. And we were sophomores. And his older brother was Chris Christie. And Chris Christie was like an older brother to me growing up. Like we were, we were there. So it was a very, and like not Republican, not, you know, I didn't know. Or, you know, we were just, we were kids. Just kids. You know, mm -hmm. he would just drive us around before we had a thing. And he was very, very like nice and president of our class and the, of his class and all that you know all all that stuff so we stayed in touch and as he's gotten more and more like crazy with uh republicanism it was very hard for it's been it's been a strain on Todd and my relationship because Todd funded his campaign and oh, no. and but Early on in an early debate, my sister who worked at CNN would talk to Chris and I was on the phone, but he's like, he, like I got, from the, I got from Chris the message, keep hitting Donald Trump. And I told him, I said, no, you hit him. You're, like, You're there, but he wouldn't. He, like, like it, it was just the weirdest thing that this guy held sway over that entire Republican field. Right. It was mm. very disturbing. And it still does. It, I wake up like I'm remembering a loved one had died. Like, you know that feeling where you wake up and everything's great and then it's like, oh, um, dad's gone. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's how, it sort of is like that mm -hmm. still. So what do we do? What's the answer, Danny? Um, I don't know. As a comic writer, what's the answer? <laughs> I don't have the answer um, at all. I just, I'm a comedy writer. That's yeah. all it is. I do think there is some value. The, the thing, everything he says to, like a friend of mine who's helping me with the book says, every accusation is, an, is a confession. Yeah. And, and so every time mm -hmm. he accuses something, but it's also what his deepest fear is. And one of the deepest fears he talks out about is the world is laughing at us. People are laughing at you. They're laughing at you. And he says that because the biggest thing he needs as a narcissist is to be taken seriously. But he can't because he's not a person. He's like, he's just artifice. Right. He's the, the most empty human being you could ever imagine. Um, like negative being there, you know, like, an, like a, um, a cipher. But he, but so I think mocking him has some utility. I think making fun of him has some utility. It forces errors. And I think mocking the people who support him has some utility because it's not a valid point of view. Right. My dad was a Republican. I'm not, I don't have anything against Republicans. It's not the same thing. Not, this is not Republican. This is like a guy, and like it, it, it's become such a cliche and I hate it, but it still bothers me. The Republicans lost their shit because Obama wore a tan suit. Right. Mm -hmm. They lost their fucking shit. Right. It was three. They still bring up the tan suit. <laughs> right. They're trying to get Hillary like lost some emails. It was on trial for Benghazi for years. And every time with Republican run committees, they found nothing. And, 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 and meanwhile, Russia's invading the country. I'm sorry. This is a screed. <laughs> I just got, well, you got me angry. I got angry. I like it. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I like it. Yeah. like passion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love it. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I spend an unhealthy amount of time imagining horrific ends to Donald Trump. Like, just like thinking like, <laughs> what if we just like cut off pieces of him slowly? Like, I just like little things like, okay, I'm gonna interview you, you're in a chair. And every time you lie, I'm just gonna cut a little piece of you off. <laughs> and just to see what would happen, just to get the truth once. Yeah. And you've never been in the same room as this guy? No. Like in some television event or anything like that? No, never have. Um, uh, he, in the mid, what, right shortly before he blocked me and it was over, he emailed me. He got my email somehow. And this tells you everything you need to know about Donald Trump. Um, he emails me and I did a piece uh, or I was being interviewed for like Slate magazine or some online magazine. And in my intro, it was like, Emmy, and it, and it said Trump Slayer. And it, he put yellow highlighter on it and with an arrow and then wrote, congratulations on this. And then Donald Trump. And I wrote, this is baffling. Um, thank you. P.S. It's not shtick. I really despise you. <laughs> and then and then his response was, if you met me, you'd like me. Which is, Yikes. like, I had been humiliating him for months. But it was important that I like him. Yeah. Like, I have no doubt. I'm, and this, I'm almost not joking. That if I did a 180, like, let's say I just, the biggest I did a 180 and started to be a vocal supporter of his. In three weeks, I would be up for Secretary of State. <laughs> I think I could get the Secretary I of State. I think you could. Because he wanted me to like him. He right. really does. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's so needy. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't disagree. I think you would like him. I'm just basing that. It kind of feels like you need to give him a chance. I mean, yeah. look, he's, uh, I don't, like, he's I'm new will, to this. I'm willing to concede. After all this time, that if I went out with George W. Bush, maybe I'd like him. I could not concede that during the the his his eight years. Right. right. But I'm watching him. You know, he's like painting and dancing inappropriately, and and, and all this stuff. And I, I just think like, okay, I could probably, I, if I didn't have to think too hard, I could probably like him. There's just no way. No way, like, right? Yeah. Trump has no friends. He never smiles. He doesn't like, you never see this guy laugh. Right. You don't know his favorite band. You don't know his favorite sports team. He never talks about a movie he likes because none of those things, he's not in that band. He's not in that right. movie. He, like, he can't adore anything that is not directly related to him. Yeah. He doesn't have a fucking dog like or a cat. Like every president has an animal. He can't even fake well, loving in, that. In fairness, I, uh, I'm allergic to animals. I wouldn't if I was president, I couldn't have a pet either. So. Well, but you have that excuse. What does he have? He is. He's, he is a germaphobe, we've learned. We know that's why he wouldn't uh, be near people peeing on other people. That's what oh, he says. Oh, yes. Except, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, my favorite kinds of germaphobes are the phobes are the ones who raw dog porn stars. Because <laughs> it's obviously the cleanest place is a porn star's vagina. Like, you're not going to catch <laughs> anything. a professional. Yeah. You're, uh, that is the cleanest possible place. Um, so I'm not sure how much he's a germaphobe. Yeah. I think, that, uh, <laughs> no? I think a true germaphobe might, uh, you know. Pop on the raincoat. Put it up. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Matt, your thoughts? Not good. Not, yeah. not a good guy. Yeah. I've decided. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've been given, convinced. I'm giving him a full two years, and then I'll make <laughs> my decision then, uh, yeah. as I've said. I grew, I grew up in upstate New York, and my, oh. my dad worked in real estate in New Jersey my whole life. And uh, and so, yeah, I, I same as you. I grew up just knowing this guy is terrible and a joke. Yeah. And it was it's, it was so baffling to me that that when he started to gain popularity that 
other people didn't see him the way that I've seen in my entire life. Yeah, because it's a team. Like they just said, okay, he's on our team. Then you have yeah. state television telling you this is great. Right. I mean, the craziest thing is like these evangelicals who were for him, who for like my entire adult life in watching politics were outraged at like Murphy Brown is having a baby out of wedlock. Right. I got to listen to that for nine. <laughs> and this guy has had like five kids with three wives. She done all of them. Uh, like, yeah. regret, like, but no, we're cool with that. Yeah. We, we, uh, it's like, oh, cool. Thank you for telling me that all that outrage was bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. yeah. They just needed somebody like yeah. it. They could have been any person who was willing to just say, say whatever what, he wanted to say. What they felt. Yeah, like. He doesn't even believe in Right. Exactly. That's what many people say. <laughs> what uh, completely shifting gears, Danny? What oh. is, what about the Murphy Brown reboot? You excited? Oh my God! <laughs> I can't wait for because I just remember all those old references. It's like I feel like Strom Thurmond. That would be the blow to a scene. And now I'm, I'm looking forward to like yeah yeah you know some new references. Wow. Yeah. You showed as much spine as Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm working on my Murphy Brown reboot. I said that we should come back as Modern Family for season 10 and just say it's a reboot, even though we're just coming back for Top 10. <laughs> I bet we would get our, I bet we get boost yeah. our rating. I think you're good. I think a modern, it's back and rebooted. So <laughs> it would be the kids of all the kids? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, set it in the future. No, nothing has <laughs> changed. It's just a completely, completely thing. Joe is really, a, Joe is a Trump supporter, because I guess you need that. Yeah, right. Right, right. That's what you do. Yeah. Is there any talk uh, of, of uh, Cam and, um, oh, I can't think of their name. Mitchell. Mitch getting a divorce. We talk about it actually all the time. Can we talk more often about it? <laughs> Seems like they don't like it. It doesn't other. seem like they like it. You know, we hear this. This is a comment. This is a comment we hear a lot. I mean, I think all of our, I, this is what I think. This is how I think. Because we were going through this. We we're trying to like go through stories and like really say, do we have them fight more than we have the other couples fight? And in fact, we don't. Hmm. We don't. If you look at stories, they get a lot of stories where they're up against somebody. But it is slightly more hysterical. <laughs> and, and, and and it rings true. But yes, hmm. that is a that is without a doubt a trap we fall into. And um, I wonder if it's the, the um, like the, the uh, structure, like when you see uh, Ty Burrell and Julie Bowen, like that's a familiar TV structure. It is. It's, it's a it's a good looking woman uh, uh, enduring a stupid uh, man. Yeah, we know that very well. But right. but this is new. Like a two men is kind of a new thing. So maybe we're more aware of the fact that they're fighting. I, I, th I think that that could be it. But I also think it could, look, it's really easy to write nasty. And you and as you've gotten through. 200 more or more episodes I, that we've written and every episode has at least three stories almost all of them have four um that's a lot of stories to burn yeah, through. Yeah, like yeah. you don't like you think about like the, your own family you don't you, most people have six anecdotes that they tell <laughs> right. about their entire family right like, this family has 200 right. plus anecdotes right. so it's a little it it does get tricky and that's why it, it is you know, a lot of our beloved sitcoms didn't run this long, you yeah. know, or, or, or fell apart. But um, I'm hoping we're, we're talking about doing some cool stuff this year that I think can reinvigorate the show that isn't adding characters or isn't doing that. I think this season's been really good. Yeah. So I'm I used to really like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan. Uh, no, I do. I do think this season. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like we started to catch our feet again. And it's, you know, we're it's such a joy and we have fun and we're, we're still, you know, we are. I'm being like somebody who's had the same job for nine years. Right. Because I never had a job before this more than two years. What, and, uh, what was the longest before this? 
Um, was it the aforementioned uh, Brett Butler? Was she two seasons? No, I did. I only got one season on, on that. Um, I was I was dismissed. Uh, I got uh, one season on Roseanne. One season on. I did two seasons of Just Shoot Me. I think that might have been the longest. Not a great George Siegel. Yes, the greatest. Is, did you enjoy his company? Loved it. He's he, terrific on. Uh, what the shit is he on? Yeah. Why do I listen? I watch it every week. Oh, Gold, Goldberg's. Goldberg's. Yeah, mm-hmm. Goldberg's underrated show. I like. We, I say I say it every week that Wendy McClendon Covey, should, it, the fact that she's not nominated for an award every year is I, insane. She is so good. We've actually we had her on our show, um, and I think we've had her on twice, and she just kills it. She's just so good. She's really good. And you know what? We watched a, an episode of Blackish last night, the one where they. Uh, the parents realize that maybe uh, there's some trouble in their marriage. Uh-huh. It was a really great episode, mm-hmm. but you really see how great Tracy Ellis Ross is. Like yeah. she, you, you always knew she was great, but yeah. boy, this episode was like, motherfucker, that could be my wife talking to me. Like this is really, yeah, really she's, great. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've fallen behind on that. And, uh, but so, well, it's so I good. To, you know, I didn't spoil it. No, anything. no, it's okay. It's, uh, I, but I just, uh, I just, uh, I have so many shows I want to watch and there's not enough time in the day. And I got to watch this Pink Floyd thing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Matt, it feels racist, right? A little bit. It does. Just I mean, that I, I let I'm the, the that Blackish is the one. I, yeah, I know. Oh, no, I'm not but, watching your show either. Don't plenty worry. Of, plenty of time for the white shows, it seems. <laughs> right? but, yeah. What about, where are you at with Fresh Off the Boat? Do you, uh, uh, no, uh, didn't, uh, yeah, see? didn't stick. Oh, it didn't stick. I watched, a, I watched a couple and... Uh, what? Is that on Is that like on right now or is it coming back like mid-season? I think... No, uh, I think it's on. I, I think, think it's on? Full season. Oh. I think, yeah, I think that's on. Yeah, Great it's, show, love it. It's weird that the star, the kid, has... Uh, not like uh, the young uh, kid on your program. Yeah. Uh, what the hell's the kid's the character's name? Uh, Luke. Luke, who went from being a baby the to boy. a man. Yeah, yeah. He just became like, Same with the adult, uh, with the kid on this, the uh, mm-hmm. Eddie... Has oh. gone from oh look at that tiny little guy to now he towers over everybody. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. That mm-hmm. kid is towering over everybody. It's crazy how he uh, he's just he become um what's that? He shot up he, and he shot up like banana time shot up like well, over one summer. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Our kids have done that too. Yes, on our show it's why because my my twins are the same age as the kids on the show um, as like um, Alex, Manny, and Luke. And so it's been very, we- you know, you're watching everybody grow up at the same time. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Do your kids, are they going to school? They are. Are they? Uh... they are. One of my daughters is uh, um, at University of Miami and studying nursing. And my other, and her twin sister is, uh, she's back with us right now, but she's starting um, at uh, Long Beach State um, next, uh, in the fall. Who's that, Charlie? That's Charlie. Charlie. Charlie's going to be. That back next fall. I love I love the name Charlie for a girl. Me too. Well, I'll I tell, love it. Here's a great here's a story. She wouldn't mind me telling you this is that I named her Charlotte so that I could call her Charlie. That was like my I wanted that from the beginning. So I said Charlotte. I insisted on it. And her whole youthful young life, I when I call her Charlie, she said I don't want to be called Charlie. I don't want to be called Charlie. But around 16, she came out as gay, and suddenly Charlie was good. Mm. And now I can't remember to call her Charlie. I still call her Charlotte. Sometimes and she so. doesn't like it now. No, you, you haven't won a day. In I, your life. No, it's, it's, it's been terrible. <laughs> terrible. Do you sing the old Charlie perfume commercial to her every, yes, every yes. second? That yeah. you're, I wouldn't stop doing it. There's a lady who's come to do, and they call uh, it Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> you sing that to your, you don't sing that to your son. No, I, I wouldn't have remembered it until you just brought it up. Ah, I was just listening to one of your shows, and it got very nostalgic. What it was, you were talking about the looks like a pump feels like a sneaker ad. 
Do you remember that? Oh, the, Paul of Tompkins? Easy Spirit or e- American? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where they play yeah, basketball yeah. on the heels? Yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah. can remember that. It looks like a pump. Feels <laughs> like a sneaker. Yeah, I love it. Charlie. <laughs> it's the same guy. Just it sitting is. in a room. Yep. Uh, Danny, this was great. Oh, my God. I had a great time. What? Are, I mean, that flew by. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Super fun indeed. Yeah. Super fun times. All right. We cover everything. Garen, well, welcome back. Thank you, sir. All right. Danny's got it. Now, Danny, you live down in the at the beach, right? I do. I live down oh, in Manhattan boy. Beach. Nice. Yeah. Um, I got in right before it, it's, I've made one good investment in my entire that life. That was it. That was it. Any other thing I've invested in, I lose, I'm terrible. But this one house has been fantastic. But that's a, that's not a, isn't that not a haul for you to come, come to work? Yes, it cares? is. I got, I'm, well, I made, I bought the house when my wife was pregnant with the twins. Twins uh, popped out, they were both colicky, and I immediately made a deal at Warner Brothers, which you know is in Burbank and far. But I will tell you, with two crying twins at home, three hours alone (laughs) in a car a day, silent, was a little slice of heaven. You're welcome. Like, there were days when the traffic wasn't so good, and I'm not ashamed to say I'd pull over. Oh, no. I just, I need a little more time before I go home and face <laughs> my crying babies. Well, that's not fair to your wife. No, I'm a terrible husband. Okay, we established okay. that. Right, yeah, I just, just want to confirm. Yeah. Uh, Charlie. They call him. <laughs> you should sing that to your son. Yeah. I Think about it. You know, change the words around a little bit. Yeah. There's the dude who bump, bump, bump. Yeah, they, yeah. Oh. Do you know what happened to me yesterday? What? My my dad once told me, my dad, uh, my parents were divorced when I was eight. Oh. My dad told me recently, and I teared up, that at one point when I got old, like my dad would come and see us on Saturday and Sunday. Uh-huh. And, but then as we got older, he's like, I saw that you wanted to spend time with your friends. And he said, the most heartbreaking thing was when you sat me down one day and said, dad, how about if you just come on Saturdays and not Sundays from now on? Oh, and man. even him telling me that was like, oh my God, like I literally like, what a, oh. that had to be heartbreaking to him. It's horrible. How horrible, right? Yes. So my, my son's nickname is Goose. I've been calling him uh-huh. that from the day he was born because it went from silly goose to now goose. Uh-huh. Yesterday he told me, Dad, could you not call me that in public anymore? Wow. And it's like, oh, we're taking steps. We're mm-hmm. getting there. And it was like, wow. oh, yeah. And he's not wrong. I mean, he's with yeah. his buddies. Hey, Goose. I get it. Yeah. But it still was like, it's a step away from him not wanting to be called that at all. And you him, need to sit those kids down, all, all the friends, and watch a little movie called Top Gun. And, and, <laughs> right. You understand. Right. It's this, Goose. He's a man. Cool. This guy's a, he's a pilot. Boy, yeah. Check out the sunglasses. Yeah, doesn't Goose die? Shut up, kid. <laughs> you can stop it halfway through. Yeah. Stop it before the uh, the volleyball scene, too, because I know I, you're going to get a little too excited <laughs> about that one. I would randomly, like in movie theaters and things like that, just suddenly start singing Happy Birthday to my son um, uh, in public, <laughs> which he found delightful and funny for a while. Right. Yeah. And, and, or at but like, and all I have to do is just go like this. I'd go, ha, and then said, dad. And, um, and, uh, um, and he sat me down and said, I don't like that. So I try and do that less. Yeah. <laughs> You're still going to do it. I do. do right? I still, there's sometimes I have to do it. Ha. <laughs> I would do that part. I would. Uh, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Oh, so funny. yeah. So we're there. We're getting there. Yeah. They're getting older. Yeah. And Leon, of course. Is getting, getting larger. larger. Come on, we all know it. Everybody, everybody knows it. Did you just do that thing on where everybody had to put the four movies that matter to them? Did uh, you? Yeah. Yes. Did you partake in that? I did. It was hard to just pick four. It's I just, hard. I, it's I really picked, hard. I picked four that I think about. What did you pick? I picked Airplane. Yes, me too. Uh, Breaking Away. Oh, that's I should have thought of that. Um, that's a sure thing. The oh, sure thing. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in retrospect, I should have picked Better Off Dead because that's that's a uh, more of a yeah. that for me that genre. Yeah. And then the Woodstock uh, Woodstock movie. 
That's a really wow. smart one. Yeah, it kind of was uh, like I'm so into music and I'm and I love documentaries. Like, hey, that captures, and I'm obsessed with that movie. I, mm-hmm. I, I will watch that movie. I get it. Yeah. So, what were you for? I picked Airplane. Oh. Because Airplane changed my life. Yeah. I remember being in that theater. And also their name was close to mine. So it was like Derek, Jerry and David Zucker. Which is and I had, didn't have that C. And I was like, oh, I wish I had that C. I'd be so much. <laughs> have a, such a head start. Uh, but uh, I like Airplane, Groundhog Day. Yep. Because uh, I, I, I just think that's like a great script. And then I picked uh, Dr. Strangelove. Right. And I picked Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Because I think that's like the best writing. Mm-hmm. I've ever, like that. Wow. I just like that. So those are my four. But there were other ones I like. I you know a movie I love that's on every time it's on. It's like but Galaxy Quest. That's so oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a good script. Tootsie, yep. another great script. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot. Did you do it, Matt? I didn't actually do it. I, I think I started thinking about it, and I was like, I, I don't think I can get. I don't think I can do four and feel good about it. But I did think I got as far as thinking about. Did I nominate you, or did I? I don't think I nominated no, anybody. Yeah, I'm not also not popular. No one, no one asked me to do it. So. I think I, I think I panicked and didn't, I think I forgot to. Yeah. Not, well, I realized that the original thing it was just like anybody could do it. Like the whoever put it out of initially, yeah. like you could just tag that or, or quote that. But the one one I definitely thought of do the right thing, which was like a movie what I, I saw when I was I think 15 or something and or 14, and it was like that was the first time I was understood that movies were like, could be artistic and there was like someone behind it. It wasn't just an entertainment product. And so that was like important to me and sort of led me down a path. But um, other than that, I get trading places is a comedy. I watched a billion times as a kid for you. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those movies that my whole family, we just would watch it over and over and over. What about a drama? Um, well, do the right thing. I consider it to be a drama. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> it was. When he oh my god! Stuff through the window. When the pizza place burned down. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Funny. funny. They're funny people. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hot. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hot. Can you imagine trying to like make a comedy version of Do the Right oh, Thing? Uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. Oh, and I and I loved like Public Enemy was like one of my favorite rap groups when I was growing up. So yeah, it was everything I loved was right in that one movie. I, sh- I would have put Goodfellas. That I actually I wanted. That was going to be yeah. one of my two. I felt yeah. like I left that out. Which it felt so like everyone's gonna say Goodfellas because it's so great. I had a little of that. I had yeah. a little like Twitter narcissism. Right, like you want to be original. Seem, this is gonna make me seem cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, like it's like oh, they're gonna judge me. But but Goodfellas isn't uncool. It's just unoriginal because that's what I mean. It's everybody. It's so but not great. Not that many people did. I think we all overthought it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. You know, I can't put that. The people will go, of course he picked that. Yeah. I got nominated. I'm sorry. I got nominated like seven times. Oh, know, boy. I, whatever. Sure. So yeah. I couldn't even do it. Oh, people love me. You could just <laughs> you could just keep doing more of them. Like, yeah. I have, have like I five different. I just didn't. I felt bad for it because I felt like somewhere I'm going to meet somebody who didn't get anybody to nominate. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You got him. I cried because yeah. I had no shoes. And then I met somebody <laughs> who wasn't nominated. On <laughs> <laughs> behalf of the Pop Culture Beach, we welcome him back. That's Garen Cockwell back there behind Music Control. It's Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Matt Belknap. Our friend, Dan. Danny Zucker, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information, visit Earwolf.com.
Hi, my name's Matt Corley. My name is Mark McConville. And we do a podcast called Pistol Shrimps Radio. Every Tuesday night, the Pistol Shrimps play basketball. They're a women's team in the recreational leagues here in Los Angeles, California. And we bring a table, some microphones, and our very selves to call play-by-play basketball action. Mostly we talk about what we want to talk about right. while basketball's happening. Because but occasionally there's action that needs to be reported on, and we do that. But we don't know anything about sports, so if you are not a sports person, good. If you are good, this thing's literally for made for every human being on this our planet. Listen to Pistol Shrimps Radio every Wednesday on Earwolf. Get it? <laughs>